0: To the year
1: 2000. 2000, 2000.
0: Brain sucking aliens will invade the Earth, but they will all die trying to imitate the stunts on Jackass. Well, the party was nice, the party was pumping, yippee-io, and everybody having a ball, yippee-io. I tell the fellas, start the name calling, yippee-io, and the girls respond to the call. I heard a woman shout out, who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out, Gut Buckets? This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew.
2: This is Lyndon,
0: and this
3: is episode number two thirty, and this is the year in review, the year two
0: thousand. <laughs>
3: there <Woo-hoo>! it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we we heard the Conan uh, at the start of the episode. We heard the classic Conan uh, in the year two thousand bit. So good. <laughs> uh, we're in the new millennium. We we'd we'd of course been covering the nineties, but it just these have been so much fun. It seemed like a shame to cut it out.
3: <laughs> yeah. And there's good stuff. Uh, even as Nickelodeon, the golden years of Nickelodeon wind down, uh, there's other good things going on. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if
0: the year 2000 is good, but <laughs> 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 this is like this is such a weird year, Lyndon. Before we started recording, you were talking a little bit about it. Like, what was what's your take on 2000?
2: It was very, like you said, very weird. I like I told you before, I really tried to find the meat off the bone in this year. Uh, like I said, I don't want to use the word bland, but it could have been a lot more than what I remember, but I guess it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, huge year for huge year for rock and punk rock. i tell you that. If there's one thing we're going to take out of this episode, rock and punk rock and all of that pop rock, it was huge in this year.
0: Yeah. Andrew, what was your takeaway?
2: Uh, it
3: felt like... Man, it, it sort of felt like 99 was... Up some sort of peak And that things just like fell Sort of fell off the cliff uh, In 2000 Like everybody was like tired Too tired to even go on Like we yeah. don't even know what we're doing anymore
0: They they, they didn't plan for like after Y2K It's like yeah. well we made it through No planes crashed yeah.
2: So uh, what now?
0: <laughs> yeah I You know I was kind of collecting my thoughts And I, I apologize if I go on a rant here But like looking at the start of the new century i felt like some things crystallized i was thinking that perhaps the 90s were a period of like blissful ignorance for people joining the tech revolution you know all the everything felt new where we didn't like know any better why would we you know on one hand i think we're nostalgic because it was our youth and we have right. a certain fondness for and, the time
2: and I, and i was going to say that too you know looking back I was thinking in the 90s, I was, you know, sort of a kid trying to, you know, find myself into teenage. And when the year 2000 came, I was a teenager. Yeah. So it's like you think about, you know, early 2000s when I first started high school and you think about your life there and you think about all the stuff you used to watch in Nickelodeon. Those days are gone. All the Nickelodeon, (laughs) Nick Jr., all of that kid stuff is pretty much gone. So you're becoming a young man at that. Or woman at that time. So mm-hmm. when you look back at the year 2000, you notice a lot more things were more important than, you know, little things like, you know, the movies and TVs that you would see as a 9-year-old as a and a 10-year-old and as a, you know, 14 or 15-year-old. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But he, like, I agree. But he, I'm, I, I guess I'm thinking on a bigger scale of, like, the entire population. So whether we were, we were kids... But even adults, like, the internet was new to them. Cell phones were new to them. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, shiny new new toys.
2: Technology. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Yeah, everybody thought they had these kind of fun new toys, which ended up being, like, actually, like, a kid playing with a loaded gun. Like,
2: it was... basically destroying us.
0: (laughs) Yes, but we didn't know it. And so, I think once the new millennium and the aughts kick into gear, I think, like... I think part of what made this year kind of depressing is you can almost see people beginning to, like, weaponize consumerism and attach it to everything. And pop culture seems kind of inevitably linked to commercialism. And
2: and also, it's like when you look back on this year, when you we're going to get into it with certain shows. But the whole reality TV drama and people doing things for money, all of that stuff started mostly on this year. And it's like, when you look back on that, it's like, oh, this is, this is when it went all downhill. This is it. Yeah. And, you know, now it's one of the biggest genres of TV. You can't, I mean, you can't hide from it. It's what people only watch now. So.
0: Yeah. I, it, yeah. As I was looking at the year, it felt a bit humorless. Like, it seems like Mm -hmm. uh, besides the fact that my favorite comedy (laughs) and who let the dogs out and uh, It Wasn't Me came out all this year. Oh, um, wait, I,
2: I thought that was Shakespeare at the beginning. That was Who Let the Dogs <laughs> Well, I Easy. guess.
0: Common mistake, Lyndon.
2: Understand, um, understandable.
0: But you know, I noticed. I just noticed a lot of the popular culture seems like very ultra serious. Everybody's kind of in artistic mode. Hmm. It feels a bit heavy compared to yeah.
2: the 90s. It's kind of like if... Nirvana had a baby, and it was born in the year two thousand. <laughs> you know, it wasn't quite grunge, but it was more grunge with grunge with a computer. Yeah.
3: Um, your favorite comedy came out this year. I'm not sure what that is.
2: Uh... Wait, your favorite <laughs> comedy was it? Is it a movie or a TV show?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a it's a movie. Okay. I... <laughs> I, I um i might andrew, know andrew you is. haven't seen dude where's my car oh i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking, I'm joking. I, I i sort of like dude where's my car no
2: no no. it has its place it has its place um yeah in the trash is it it. that's the you. place last uh, place is the place <laughs> but video? you know what i just wanted to say personally too that when i first started listening to your podcast um I listen to the regular episodes, you know, you do reviews and Mm -hmm. of episodes and verses, you know, I loved your podcast. This is the first, if nobody knows, this is the, I never liked podcasts. I never listened to it. I just watched, you know, a couple of YouTube videos here and there, Mm -hmm. but this podcast was the first podcast. I actually like saved bookmark, download episode, everything. Mm -hmm. And the year review episodes were my favorite. They still are. So, and I know when yeah, I first yeah. met y'all. I, I mean, I, I think told we, you we love doing them.
0: Oh yeah, they're they're fun, and uh, I I think what will be even even more fun, not even more fun, but will be interesting is you know we did the '90s with people like we grew up with, people we know kind of in real life, and uh, it'll be cool because we're hoping to expand it now to people we've met as we've done the podcast. Um, so getting different perspectives. Cause I think, you know, some of inevitably what happens when we have our best friends on is we have a lot of like crossover in the picks. Uh, and so I'm, you know, I'm hoping yeah. this will bring, bring some, uh,
2: new Cause here's the thing I always wanted to do, you know, uh, one with you, but when you hear the camaraderie between you and your friends on the nineties, you know, reviews, it is so genuine and so good. Y'all have memories that y'all actually, you know, when you say certain movies in the 90s, y'all were watching it together. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, y'all have those memories. So it was like, I could never break that, you know. But then you're we like, we're going to do 2000 to 2010. And then I was able to get 2000. You chose me. I was like, oh, great. I opened up this whole, <laughs> I'm the one that's have to open up this whole entire new decade. Right. Oh,
0: man. Perfect. Don't worry, I'll just make up some stuff. Who could forget when we got together at Lyndon's house and watched Rugrats in Paris? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we were in Paris. Crazy, right?
0: <laughs> um, Andrew, do you want to go over the categories for the new millennium? Uh, sure. We'll be talking our top movies, TV shows, albums, songs, video games, books, and events. Yeah, noticeably gone now is Nickelodeon. Um, we have, I know we say we're a Nickelodeon podcast we are but you know I just think we kind of agreed that I think it would be it would be disingenuous if you or I even talked as if we knew maybe sure there's a couple uh, notable shows
3: but very few that um, I we probably stuck around for at that right. point right um, I did note some Nick shows that premiered and some that ended, uh, some notable ones hmm. that I could just list off real quick. Sure. Uh, As Told by Ginger premieres, Double Dare 2000, Caitlin's yeah. Way, Dora the Explorer, Brothers Garcia, No One knows best, <laughs> and, she and shows. Uh, oh, oh what, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Shows ending include Kablam, The Journey
0: of Alan Strange, and No One Knows Best. <laughs> Short lived. Yep. of Of those new shows, was there any you actually would carve out time to watch? Um, I don't know about carve out time, but I would watch as told by Ginger when it was on.
3: Okay, uh, you
0: know I liked the animation, and it was pretty good. Overall. I like I like the trend of naming shows with the year after it, like Double Dare Two Thousand. <laughs> I think we do I, like that. I, yeah, I think we should go back to that where it'd be. Where it would I be feel like a, they did like that it's, a lot. It's always sunny in <laughs> Philadelphia, 2022. <Like>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, 2000 is just such a perfect number to throw yeah, behind. like sure. a... <laughs> Everything. Yeah. Everything so, you've ever heard of. So there will be no more Nickelodeon categories. Uh, you know, rest in peace to that category. Uh, and there also will no, no longer be any music video categories. I think... Not because we don't love music videos, but we talk about songs. We talk about albums. I think a little bit it felt redundant. And also, I think I was also just paying a lot less attention to music videos as well as I got older.
3: Yeah, uh, I could even feel it in 99. Like, (laughs) you could just feel the energy kind of dwindling. Yeah. There's a few good ones out there, but most of it was like, you
0: know, people dancing. Sure. Yeah. If these cuts have angered you we apologize but you know i think we're keeping the big big stuff uh yeah. and a lot of people this is probably the most submissions we've gotten for a year so people nice. were wow nice we will, we will share people's picks for 2000 um linden w- why don't you kick us off where what category are you itching to get to
2: all right low-key i want to get books out of the way um okay. sure, sure. <laughs> let's just cut let's just trim the fat real quick let's go ahead and start off with books
0: books nice. <laughs> you got it. i
2: like to start off with a bang you know what i mean
0: <laughs>
2: Sure. <laughs> keep we're everybody a- if you're listening by now you're still listening you know
0: <laughs> we're doing a podcast here lyndon <laughs> all right all right let's do books let's do books okay um
3: well, i'll start us off uh my top book of that came out in 2000 is the Stephen King on writing book. Um, it's just like his kind of take on everything writing, like, uh, both its place in your life and just like how to do it somewhat. And, um, just a very good, enjoyable book for me as a writer. Um, I just like reading about that. And I don't even agree with everything he says necessarily, but it's like he makes it really interesting like kind of fun to go
0: through. Um so uh yeah, really enjoyed that one. Stephen King on writing, yeah. Uh that was also a Shea also picked that.
2: Nice. Cool.
0: Lyndon, did you have a favorite book of two thousand?
2: I had one that I dabbled in. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I know some stuff out of it and I'm sure a lot of people probably picked it. It was Harry Potter. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Harry Potter and a Goblet of Fire. Yeah. So yeah. mostly I just know it from the movies and everything, but other than that, didn't read too many books in the year 2000, but that's the only one I'm somewhat familiar with. Nice.
0: That was yeah. our that was the most popular pick amongst listeners. Um, yeah, I thought sl- so. Slimy's Dream, Mandy, Amar, Karuna, Brett, Nick Adventure USA and Ryan all picked Goblet of Fire. That's actually, uh, maybe this is a bad take, but that's my favorite of the Harry Potter movies. Oh, okay. Uh, Goblet of, it's the fourth one? Yes. Uh, uh, it's, it's like the tournament. Where
3: yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like it. I definitely like it.
2: I, I'm going to be completely honest with your viewers here. I love Harry Potter Castle and Universal Studios, both California and mm. Orlando. Love to rise, love everything. I've never sat down and actually watched the harry potter movie <laughs> oh wow
0: yeah. that's i mean that's interesting I, just because there's so many it seems like you would have just like had to accidentally yeah, yeah, watch yeah. one
2: <laughs> yeah and you would think i would because i love marvel and other movies like that but mm-hmm. i just never like i said i dabble i'll watch clips i'll watch most of it you know if it's on tv i'll watch like a lot of it and turn mm-hmm. it but other than that i've never actually sat down and you know, people watch this from first movie to last like it's nothing. You yeah. know, but I have never actually watched Harry Potter before. I mean, yeah. like entire in its entirety.
0: I do think it's like a fun Christmas time watch. It has and to, we
2: uh, just lost about twenty pieces. <laughs>
0: uh, I don't think so. Not not over Harry Potter. Um, no, yeah, it's uh, a... also best selling book of the year. Just to note.
3: Of oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. That, that yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah,
2: that makes uh, a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, well, I admittedly hadn't read anything except for segments of one mm-hmm. book, which is the one you picked, Andrew, on writing by yeah. Stephen King. Um, so I'm also going to go with that since it's the only one I can actually claim to have like dug into, and I actually was listening to more of the audio on it. But mm. um, Andrew is an actual author uh if you haven't checked out his stuff space junk go to amazon um i am like a dabbling you know like I'm, I'm dabbling with writing right now it's like very interesting to me learning all these rules or you know structures uh and so i really Stephen nice. King is someone i love and uh the book is really really interesting like i find myself yeah. not agreeing with uh, everything he's saying hmm. which is weird since he's like a master uh, <laughs> and what the hell do i know but that's actually also kind of fun because it's like forcing me to think a little differently about writing and
2: um, what is and your what is your favorite genre to write like what do you like to write
0: um well so like the easiest uh i really love kurt vonnegut who writes you know very surreal it's like grounded in reality with some like weird aspects going on so i guess it's like a I don't know what you would call that. Um,
2: so like... basically your version of Wienerville is what, what you're saying. <laughs>
0: <'Cause> <laughs> yeah. That's what
2: it sounds like.
0: Well, yeah, my version of Wienerville in my head is like a total comedy. Uh, mm-hmm. And so like I like I do like dark stuff, but I like it in a very like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Um... Like, uh, speculative <laughs> fiction. Yeah, speculative like... fiction. Thank yeah. you. Andrew. Oh, OK. Got
2: you. Got you. Um,
0: for sure. Um. So anyway, cool. Yeah, Stephen King. I I love listening to him just ramble in general. Yeah, yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. Close call. Um. Yeah.
3: My official close call is Persepolis. Uh, it's by Marjane Satrapi. Um. It's a like large comic. Um. I mean, I read it as like a trade, a full trade paperback, but it, I I don't know how it originally came out, but it's like a comic about uh the author as a young girl growing up in iran during the islamic revolution and just like her everyday life and like leaving and then coming back um but it's a really it's like a you know like a real dramatic story like not a uh not what you might think of as comics uh normally um, and I think it's like the first one that kind of got me into that world of comics, mm-hmm. like the world that's like more like Harvey P. or something, where it's like closer mm. to reality. Yeah. Um. So, uh, and look, and uh, it looks really nice too. Like the drawing's really great. Um. So that's um a really great one. I highly recommend. And uh also i just wanted to mention i read uh kitchen confidential the anthony bourdain book sure um oh yeah i
2: seen that
3: very good very good um you know more like i mean it's about cooking or cooking in a kitchen but also like really about his life and whatever's going on in it at that time
2: i think when i seen it i didn't know he had that i'm gonna have to check that out mm-hmm. you know what this reminds me of this re- y'all ever had the um the Scholastic Book Fair? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is this reminds me of you talking like, just me walking around looking at all these books that look exciting because they made every book at that fair seem like the best book in the world. And I want it all Yeah. Of them. But all in reality, the only thing I really wanted was the Sports Illustrated. <laughs> <laughs> That's the I only wonder, thing I really wanted.
3: I wonder if they still do that because I felt like it was pretty effective. The Scholastic. I used to, right? yeah. I used yeah. to love
2: the book fair. I loved it. I used yeah, to, I used to love it. Um, you get that paper, whatever magazine thing they mm, give you with yeah. all the books on it. It still, um, ex-
0: it still exists. I can tell
2: you. Huh. Does it really? Yeah, it still exists. Wow, with cool. all this technology, I'm super shocked. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, kids still, I think, love physical. You know, ho- like holding a book or a magazine or having a poster. Like yeah. I think that stuff is still, still there. Mm. Um. Okay. Did you have a close call, Linden? I did not. Okay. Um, I did not either, but, um, Andrew, you mentioned, uh, Kitchen Confidential. Uh, our friend Chris also shouted that out nice. as well as Logan or Ivy boy. Cool. Um, Chris also shouted out a heartbreaking work of staggering genius by Dave Eggers. Hmm. Um, I've heard the name, but I, I don't know what it is. Hmm. Uh, Vince mentioned Angels and Demons. Hmm. Pretty popular. That's the uh, those are like the Tom Hanks movies, right? Yeah. yeah. Like da Vinci. <laughs> da Vinci. Da Vinci. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Clayton, um, shouted out the Ultimate Spider Man uh, issue that came out that year. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Uh, Cam shouted out Life of Pie. Nice. Never read it, but the movie was pretty good. Um, Yurt uh, shout it out Pastoral pastoral, alia hmm. it's George yeah. George Saunders Yeah I've read that uh, actually Any good uh, it is good I mean it's
3: he's got a very particular style um, yeah.
0: but yeah I mean it's interesting very bizarre yeah I I've read a couple George Saunders and I always really like them I, I hadn't I didn't know that one hmm. um, and the most the most po- popular pick besides goblet of fire. Um, this was picked by Jordan, Allie, Tim, and Zach, uh, is House of Leaves by Mark hmm. Danielewski. Les- um, I don't know that. And I looked it up, and as best I could tell, it's kind of a horror fiction novel, hmm. um, but uh, House of Leaves, uh, for all those House of Leaves heads out there.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, anything else on books, Andrew? Uh, no, I think that's it. Okay. Andrew, where do you want to go? Um, why don't we do event? Oh boy! Oh, All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, I
3: like this. Boy, we're
0: we're. I like we're, this. This is yeah. We're going sideways here. Okay.
2: Uh, hey, this is the year two thousand.
0: Yeah, I guess so. It's the new millennium, yeah, yeah. folks.
2: This ain't this ain't the nineties anymore, baby.
0: We're a bunch of millennials here. Come on now, <laughs> try to try to keep up. um <laughs> all right i love it interesting event andrew you never you, you never disappoint here what do, what do you have <laughs> uh, your your um, night your 1999 really knocked me out of my chair um <laughs> the uh what was it the what videotape oh yeah yeah the rescuers yeah rescuers <laughs> all right what do you got what do you got
3: um so my top event is the jarvik 2000 It's the first completely artificial heart uh, is implanted in a patient for the first time. Um, That's cool. And yeah, seemed like a pretty big jump in technology. And I looked up the guy just to see what happened to him Mm -hmm. afterward. Um, And uh, he lived like a crazy active lifestyle until he died from like something unrelated. Oh, uh, like seven years later oh that's good like he didn't yeah. die of heart failure or... no no oh perfect wow. it was like mountain climbing and stuff so i guess this thing's pretty good
0: i wow. like that i like the guy that they did it for was like not only are you doing this but i'm going to push it to its limit <laughs> yeah yeah like i want to see if this heart is going to work yes for sure <laughs> uh Lyndon, what was your interesting event
2: I just want to say thank you, uh, Andrew, for making my event seem so juvenile compared to somebody <laughs> saved, compared to a life being saved, but sure, okay. <laughs> my, my event, I'm going to go with something that I love near and dear. My favorite video game console of all time was released that year. The PlayStation 2 mm-hmm. was released in March of 2000. And it is still the highest grossing, best-selling video game console still to this day. Wow. Yep. Yeah. And I love, that's still my favorite console of all time is the PlayStation 2. Uh-huh. Loved it. It Was, is good. It Without, didn't save a man's life, but, you know. <laughs> you, you don't know, know that. Lives, <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, you don't We don't know that, though. A way. Yeah. I mean, we don't know that.
0: Without True. spoiling it, is uh your favorite game for playstation 2 did it come out in 2000
2: uh my favorite video game yeah uh yes it did come oh out in okay
0: 2000. Mm. nice okay yeah wow. okay did you own a playstation 2 uh eventually
3: i did not like when it first came out
0: yeah i i feel like playstation is just something i totally missed out on i mm. feel like our our group of friends were just nintendo kids yeah. Uh with the occasional dreamcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine's uh real stupid. I felt like <laughs> it was I felt like it was a stupid year and uh I was like, mm. you know what? I'm just going with this. Uh I'm going with the launch of the popular website DeviantArt. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I like <it. laughs> which uh which when I <laughs> was whatever, uh that when I went in 2000. I was really into all forms of art, photography, drawing, drawing pictures on Microsoft paint. Mm -hmm. Um, And it felt really cool at the time that people were just able to post it and like leave comments. And this was, this was kind of pre social media. So um, to me, it felt really exciting that I could like take a picture I was proud of, post it uh, and like, talk to people about it um yeah. it felt i'm like not a...
2: even gonna i'm not even gonna ask how you found this website
0: deviant art
2: yeah i've never oh, man. heard of
0: it oh okay andrew do you know it
2: yeah okay is it still a website i
0: think it is still it's, a website it's still out there as far I as not, i
2: know like i am not day. typing it into my search bar it's
0: it's not it's <laughs> not bad it's a it's it's literally for like artists um i know the I name like, the name makes like it
2: like the fbi would just be knocking down my door immediately <laughs> as soon as i type that
0: in all right lyndon you're sir you, i know you've searched <laughs> no
2: i have not oh you mean worse come on the <laughs> Deviant Art, uh,
0: I, I promise you it's wholesome it's fun and I, I haven't checked it in like 18 years but um you know, no. It just it was a very exciting website at the time, and uh, I remember being very active on it. And uh, yeah, DeviantArt. Art. For those who know it, I, I bet you there are people nodding their heads right now. And for everybody else, uh, well,
2: you if missed anybody, it. You if missed anybody it. heard of it, just write write the podcast, please. <laughs> write them, and I want to hear your Deviant Art stories. That's
0: that. Oh, that's it. Hold on, I'm writing right now. I want you to hear me typing. Post deviant please poll we'll find out we'll find out how many people have
2: (laughs) if there's any if there's any art heads out there
0: all right all right i
2: would love i would love to hear the things that you saw post all of that stuff
0: it wasn't it wasn't bad stuff it was okay we don't have to talk about deviant (laughs) um (laughs) close
3: calls (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, my close call is the Millennium Force roller coaster, is introduced at Cedar Point. Oh,
0: that's um, so good! <laughs> oh, wow! Beyond gravity, beyond velocity,
3: gravity knows no force. My Millennium. Perhaps my favorite roller coaster that I've ever been on. Uh, it's, it's just so big. Like, it takes so long. Yeah. The ride is so smooth. Yes. It's so satisfying. Like, whatever uh, loops they have or whatever the hell. Um, just really satisfying ride. And I, I looked it up. It's like two and a half minutes, the ride. Mm-hmm. And wow. that's like forever in roller coaster.
2: That's a long um, time. Yeah. That's it a long time long, in long. the microwave.
0: yeah yeah yeah. that's um so that's at cedar point which is in sandusky ohio it's right on lake erie i mean literally when you're going up millennium force you are looking out over lake erie and the big thing i remember when they opened it was like on a clear day at the top of the you know the big drop you can see canada which is true you (laughs) can't you can see canada Uh, from the top of Millennium Force, and uh, I agree with you, Andrew. I think I have. I, I think the last time I was on it was maybe like five years ago, but it's still really held up. Yeah, um, so good. So yeah,
2: that's one of my. I'm I'm a huge ride junkie, and that's one park that I still haven't been ah. to, and I and I really want to go to. Oh
0: man, yes it it, it does not disappoint. I think. Um,
2: yeah, I, for sure. I obviously,
0: obviously, we're. Shoe wins for Ohio, but I think Cedar Point is legit like uh doesn't wouldn't wouldn't let you down even out
3: of yeah. state. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's often
0: rated very highly on like those roller coaster shows and yeah.
2: Yeah, I definitely want to check it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good one, Andrew. Yeah, that was good. Thanks. Uh Landon
2: Uh I have two. I have the finals peanut comic strip mm-hmm. came out that year. Okay. And I also have Microsoft releases Windows 2000.
4: You shouldn't have to worry about your website. Microsoft Windows 2000 was built for total reliability. The business internet starts with
2: Microsoft. Hmm. Ah. Which was a <laughs> game changer, you know, format wise and everything else. It looks so, you know, new and everything. And that was huge after that. Yeah. So. You know,
3: i I don't think I ever had 2000. Like I had 98, and then eventually XP whenever that came out. Mm. But I think I skipped over 2000 somehow.
0: You still rocking the 2000? No, (laughs) Lyndon.
2: Oh, yeah. Might as well be the way my the way my computer reacted. I might as well be on 98. booted I, I mean i'm on netscape as we speak so i mean
0: i don't <laughs> there you go all you need to do is type in deviantart.com
2: <laughs> that would be the only program i would type it in uh...
0: <laughs> um clayton also mentioned the final peanuts uh that ran oh cool um and then our friend chris <laughs> chris mentioned uh his his favorite thing is the final peanuts he wrote about time sweet sweet <laughs> sweet sweet release from the cl- <laughs> the clammy grip of mediocrity wow <laughs> he's going Jeez. hard on peanuts. i don't like that at all no you're you like peanuts
3: uh yeah i think peanuts is very good <laughs> i do do I mean, it's not my favorite thing ever but
0: i appreciate it <laughs> i i also like it but it also seemed like the perfect thing for Chris to go after. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, mine is a personal event. It's just very vivid in my memory. Uh, my close call is a Weezer concert I went to in 2000. Um, Weezer hadn't played for four years at that point. There was like, you know, amongst the fans, there was worry that they had broken up. Um, and they came back on this tour they came to cleveland uh their opener was dynamite hack which i was super into at the time um and our my friend eddie uh his dad drove us down in his minivan uh you know because we couldn't drive and um it was just such a cool event it was like uh, weezer was like my heroes at the time and i remember seeing rivers cuomo walking around on the sidewalk and me just watching like oh my god Jesus is floating by me uh, excuse excuse the blasphemy uh, and I just I remember dudes on the sidewalk passing out uh, Weedus cassette tapes with Teenage Dirtbag on it and um, yeah Weezer played almost exclusively the Blue Album and Pinkerton because that's the only two albums they had at that point um, so it was just a great really great set i also bought what would be my favorite shirt for the next six years uh, at that show so uh (laughs) just a very like vivid concert i remember everything about it because i think at the time i didn't really go to concerts like this it was like in an area of cleveland that you know only someone's dad would drive you to um and yeah it was exciting
2: that's pretty cool man cool show that's pretty cool you still have the shirt
0: I don't. It um, it eventually just had like too many holes to wear. Um, yeah, it just became too I, too trash. That
2: shirt, that shirt would probably be like seven hundred dollars to this day <laughs> if you still have it.
0: I actually looked it up not too long ago, and it uh-huh. was on eBay. Let's see if I can find it. Because
2: like... those shirts are what's you know super popular now. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was a couple of hundred
0: see it but you're right some of these shirts are really expensive
2: mm-hmm. especially like a tour shirt like that yeah yeah,
0: yeah it, it looked like a jersey it was one of those jersey tees where like the sleeves were black and the back had two zeros on it and it said Weezer, like a like a jersey um um hmm. ferguson's
3: um, yeah, my Ferguson is actually the final Peanuts comic strip, uh, publishing the day after <laughs> Charles like... Schultz passes away. What is going on? Um, you know, it's a sad, <laughs> sad moment.
0: Sweet, sweet release, Chris says. <laughs> oh,
2: I
3: think Peanuts is a very clever little comic strip. mm mm-hmm. um, think chris is wrong and uh you know it feels like this weirdly appropriate thing though like this is it like this new millennium can't even handle peanuts anymore mm. you
0: know, yeah it's just
3: like pushing it out
0: of its
2: reality that is a good point
0: <laughs> yeah like something something wholesome and makes you feel good and like it hits 2000 and it's like nope not anymore
2: it's like is is snoopy depressor on drugs no then i don't <laughs> I don't want to see it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right. I mean, I definitely, I'm, I'm on your side, Andrew. It was a bummer. Um, Lyndon Ferguson.
2: I have two. Two of my favorite shows ended that year. Hmm. The first one ended May fifth, two thousand. That is Boy Meets World. (sighs) Yeah. Love that show. Yeah, And great, one, uh, one of the very few shows, you know, I think it was on for like six or seven seasons. One of the very few shows where I would say 80, 90% of the shows were actually really good. Yeah, for sure. And and usually for seven seasons, you got at least most of them are not going to be that good. Or the writing is going to fall off. Something's going to be bad.
3: Yeah. Um. And that finale is yeah. one of the best... Uh best yeah. TV show finales ever really, really so
2: good. you know that was one and my other favorite show in the July 15 2000 and that is Keenan and kale mm. wow. mm. and that's also nice. one of my favorite shows too Love that show I hate it. and surprisingly you know it wasn't even it was only on for four seasons but it felt like it was you know 10 seasons the way the show is but it was only yeah. on for four seasons
1: yeah wow yeah
2: and what's yeah, crazy now that I'm looking at it it the first episode date was july fifth nineteen ninety six <sighs> i mean july fifteenth nineteen ninety six and the final one was july fifteenth two thousand it wow. ended and started on the same exact <laughs> day
0: that's pretty interesting, interesting. yeah exactly a five year run
2: yeah exactly to the day so yeah those are my two ferguson's two shows I love very dear nice yeah
0: uh, my Ferguson was shared by Amar, Manny, Jordan, and Ali, which is the election of two thousand or Bush v. Gore. Mm. Um, I think uh, if you're if you lived it, obviously an American bias here, but uh, if you lived in America, I think this was an indication, unknowing to us, right? To, the year two thousand, we're innocent. There's been no, you know, nine eleven attack. There's uh, politics hasn't totally corroded to the bone. Um, I think this is like a little sneak preview between the Supreme court and like, you know, voting debauchery of where the country is headed in the new century. And it really hasn't, you know, it has not gotten better since. So, um, yeah, Bush v. Gore. I think it's, uh, we were so young, so innocent. Oh no, man. Like what a, what a weird little, oh, Florida, they can't figure out the vote. Oh, Supreme court's just going to step in here. Okay. It's like,
2: well, why don't we just get help from Florida officials? Who's Florida's <laughs> officials? Well, this won't happen again. But uh, you yeah. know, I mean, at it, least we can always trust the people in Florida to do the right thing.
0: Oh, always love, you know, our, love the... our love our friends in Florida. <laughs> hi, Cassandra. Yeah, because <laughs> Florida's
2: one of the, you know, Florida's going Florida.
0: Yeah, always. Um, other picks. This one I played around with. Um, then these are not fergusons just people's picks uh the first crew to live on the international space station arrives uh in Hmm. november of that year uh zach picked that one and i played with it i don't really know what the crew on the iss do but it makes me feel good that they're there i like that the iss exists
3: um yeah i guess so yeah It it does feel, (laughs) I mean, there's some cooperation, right, between uh, countries. Yes,
0: it feels, yeah, I think there's a lot, like, I mean, people who are sometimes, you know, enemies with.
3: It does feel nice to have that, at least that one thing that
0: everybody's kind of on the same page. Yes. Uh, Logan shouted out Vermont passing HB 847, which uh, recognized um, same-sex unions, Hmm. uh, which is a pretty big deal. Uh, Ben mentioned just, you know, the new millennium, uh, Kev mentioned Napster blown up. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vaughn Brett, Von and Brett mentioned it being a super bummer that, uh, Metallica and Dr. Dre sued Napster.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: <wow. laughs> so bizarre. Like Metallica, the band that's like their whole image is being badass. Right, yeah. they do something that's like so you can't uh, go to the court. Opposite. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Not there's put a, on a suit to nothing. go to court to sue
0: a fifteen-year-old <laughs> for for wanting to listen to your music. So, so lame, especially
3: as an already ultra-successful multi-millionaire band. You know, it's like yes, on, like that's got to be
0: you, you got to let Bright Eyes do that. You know what I mean? Like you got to let a, you got to let a guy who's made no money. Yeah, you know, two thousand. If if, if
2: three battle. if three doors down was like, hey man, I need this. You yeah, know, okay, we we get it.
0: Yeah, it's our first single.
2: Exactly. Please I mean? just let let them have it. <laughs> You've been torn. Yeah, I just don't get it either. I mean, that's a good point. You're not supposed to be badasses, and you know most of their songs were do what you want to do, and you're like <laughs> crying about you know thirteen year old kid downloading. <laughs> Um, you know, Inner Sandman. Well, if if you had Napster, you hope it was Inner Sandman. To, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's a lot of crazy stuff you could download <laughs> on Napster.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, love this one. Marshy Mello says he uh they made the honor roll. Congrats. Nice. Shout out. Oh, nice. Good, one. good job. Time. Shout big, out. Big time. Uh Richie mentioned the California rolling blackouts, which I didn't remember, mm. but um uh, yeah. yeah. Um Slimy's Dream mentioned uh, the Elian Gonzalez uh, controversy. You remember that?
2: Yeah, I remember it. I remember that. That was Um,
0: huge. You know, Cuban boy who kind of was his mom died on the journey to Florida. He made it kind of controversy over who get him. And I was thinking about how I think in 2022, there's just absolutely zero chance that anybody would ever hear about this story. No,
2: not at all. Yeah, yeah not it feels even close. feels
0: impossible. Like the country, the like the news cycle is just so insane now that a kid, an an immigrant coming to Florida without a mom or dad is like, I don't know, just so far from.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: Mandy mentioned uh InSync setting the record uh for record records sold in a week with two point four million for no strings attached.
2: In one week? One week. Geez, we'll never see that again. No.
0: I just <laughs> I was I was just reading an article being like, holy cow, like they expect uh Kendrick Lamar's new album to sell three hundred thousand and I was, it's yeah, like, That's a lot. That's a lot. I know. I was like, but, whoa. But and um, which
2: is a good album, by the way. I, I definitely do I'm enjoy loving it. it. That's I'm a great it. album.
0: You have a you have a favorite track right now?
2: Yeah, I like um was it in 65? In 95. Came, yeah, he just yeah. came out with a video for that too. He's very uh, vulnerable on it. You know, yeah. I love it because he's, you know, he's talking, you know, breaking black stereotypes, talking with the families, you know, talking you know, because in a black or brown household, you yeah. just don't talk about certain stuff. You know, you kind of just push it to the side. But he's breaking that and he's talking about mental health. You could talk about this, talk about that. He's opening up more and helping out a lot of people by listening to his stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, I he's, he's he's being, you know, brave by a lot of things that he's talking about. And he's like just rapping his ass off at the same time. <laughs> and, you yeah. know, his his beats are a lot better in this one. Like, he, he it's a great it's a it's a I'll say it's a breath of fresh air. I All can right, put it dude. like I'll put it like that because you're not going to find a lot of albums that came out recently that are kind of like his album that just came out. Yeah, there's not too there's not too many of them. Are gonna re they're not gonna take it to this level and talk about the things that he's talking about.
0: I, I hear you. Yeah, I'm 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 glad to hear that because I, I I know some people have been divided on it. And uh man, when United when that first song United in Grief came on, I was like, I, I couldn't turn it off. It was very yeah. transfixing.
2: It's um, a very it's a very good album, very um eye opening and very um very entertaining.
0: Yeah, agreed. All right, back to 2000. Uh, Brad Brad mentioned Elton John getting a pacemaker. Oh, I don't, I don't remember yeah. that. That thing really bought him some time. He's still going. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. Yurt mentioned the UK fuel duty protests, which he said over there was like a, you know, a capital E event, like very big mm-hmm. deal, uh, the fuel duty protests. Um, Vince mentioned the tragic Concorde crash. Um, Nico shouted out the MTV mu- music video awards which were she said epic that year hmm. and I feel like the the both the music and movie awards on MTV during this time period were really fun I, I remember yeah, looking for sure. forward to them
2: I think the best one was the 1999 one wasn't it when Aerosmith and Run DMC hmm. was it 99 or 2000 I remember one was massive
0: yeah well, she said this one was big, so maybe it might it,
2: it might be this. It might have been this one, but that is that was a huge show. Yeah, back when the awards actually meant something on MTV. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, Elise mentions the Sydney Summer Olympics, of course. Um, so the Olympics over in Australia. Uh, Lauren mentions it being the year of Eminem, which you know is true. Eminem uh, was everywhere. And then Justin, Nick, and Cam all mentioned surviving Y2K. We we did. We made we made it through. We're all here. <laughs> We're all here. And then, oddly enough, every single person, every single person, uh, mentioned Deviant Art.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, where have I been living under a rocks man. <laughs> man?
0: So weird. Uh
2: they, they must have blocked that website in Texas. I don't know what to, you know. <laughs> they must have just blocked it.
0: Yeah. I, I'm it's I'm sorry that happened to you. Um <laughs> all right, I'm gonna pick next category. Let's go movie, folks. Time
2: um, to get this check. episode started. <laughs> Let's go. Here we picking go. books,
0: Andrew's picking events.
2: Let's put a timestamp on this. If you want to just forward through all of it and get straight to it right now, this is what we can do.
0: 47 <laughs> minutes in, folks. Wake up. All right. Exactly. Here um, we go. <laughs> all right. So, Andrew, what was your favorite movie of 2000? Uh, this was definitely
3: the biggest category for me of, like, stuff that I liked.
2: This was a um, little hard.
3: Chris, but it was a no-brainer for what my pick was. Okay. Oh. Um, I often cite this as my favorite movie ever. Mm. It's almost famous.
4: The other kids make fun of him because of how young he looks. Nobody includes him. They call him the narc behind his back.
2: They do? One day, you'll be cool.
4: So you're the kid who's been sending me those articles from the school newspaper. What do you like, the star of
2: your school? They hate me. This is Rolling Stone magazine. We got a couple copies of your stories. I think you should be writing for us. We can only pay. Let me see. $700. All right, a grand.
3: Um, just unbelievable. Like it's my it's equivalent for me as like Freaks and Geeks is on TV. Like it's the yeah. equivalent movie. That's um,
0: yeah, that's interesting.
3: God, it's so good. It just like even now, if I just catch it on TV, <laughs> just like for five seconds i get that like that magic that you kind of feel from certain things that just like connect with you on that like exact right level um and and maybe like this this probably hit me at the exact right time too like formative years uh it was writing and music related so it's like kind of right there for me um but i love how this movie feels how it looks just all the everything about it um i love it so much uh and uh it just in case anyone thinks about watching it in the future uh please watch the untitled uh cut because it's like 20 so or 20 or so minutes longer but it's like the best director's cut of anything i've ever seen like at all of its gold oh i don't think i've seen that oh my god it's so good yeah
0: it's there's just like it's more there's it's longer yeah yeah do you have it oh yeah can i borrow Uh, it sure (laughs) Sure. (laughs) (laughs) is it i wonder if this is the first time in podcast history someone's arranged borrowing something (laughs) it has to be
2: um
0: yeah, Almost Famous was tied for our most popular pick. Uh, Mandy nice. picked it. Chris picked it. Miguel, um, our friend Melissa, and Lauren uh, all God, picked it. It was so famous. good. And the soundtrack. Well, tell, of course. In, in case Jeez. people don't know, what's it about, Andrew? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: it's about, it's kind of like loosely based on Cameron Crowe, who's the director. Yeah. His uh, life when he was younger um, as a journalist for Rolling Stone and like going on the road with different bands um and just like this is kind of a condensed version of him going out with this one band and just these kind of like uh just like growing up moments for his character as like at this age like uh 15 or something um yeah and like a slice of life type thing but like on a a slightly bigger scale because of the famous bands and um right Man, it's hard to even describe the magic of it. It just like hits the perfect note of what it is. Like it is the best it could possibly be at what at what it is. It feels like.
0: Yeah, it's a so it's a, um
3: it's a real classic. Um,
0: yeah, and how just how the music is used in it too. At times, it's like God. Yeah, it says it. right now it's on Showtime. You'd have to have Showtime mm. streaming, okay. but uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, What did you pick, uh, Lyndon?
2: This was tough for me. Uh, A lot of movies that I like came out this year. But eventually I came to the conclusion that I went with one that I love, made a little bit of an impact on me. I went with the original Kings of Comedy.
4: Over 1 million screaming fans. 113 electrifying minutes and the four kings of comedy. What are you gonna do for excitement today? I'm gonna drive past the police and pull my wallet out and hope I don't get shot 41 times. If I drop my wallet in front of the police, I know the rules now. I will not pick that up. I'll kick it all the way home. The original kings of comedy. (laughs)
2: Mm. yes the most successful so ever. If you know me i love comedy i love to study it i love it you know hopefully one day this is what i want to be in you know so to watch and they're not the first ones comedians to have an actual movie like a stand-up movie uh eddie murphy did it uh with raw and it was you know pretty high gross and mark lawrence did it with run Till that and um You So Crazy. So they're not the first ones to have stand-up in a movie theater, but they're pretty much the highest grossing stand-up movie you can watch. And to see four comedians – well, Kevin Hart does it now too – but to see four comedians do what they did, unapologetic, be themselves, and have that many people watch them, make that much money – doing what they love and just being themselves was just, it was just great. And it's funny as hell too. I mean, most of the jokes Bernie Mac said, you can't say today, (laughs) but I mean, I would say 80% of them. I don't know if you two ever seen it, but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a classic. I love it. You know, it's eye-opening for me. It's something that I love to watch, you know, even to this day and to watch what they did was just very inspiring. Um, you know, because there was nothing like that. Um, and of course, you know, Jeff Foxworthy and them basically stole it, but that's a whole nother podcast. Um, but they did it after them. So many other people did it. Jeff Foxworthy did it. More comedians start to make movies. It was just a thing after they made that much money. So there were the trailblazers of that type of stuff. And for, especially for four, Black comedians to have that most of a highest gross in movie just by telling jokes was just huge. I remember um it was so funny taking my aunt convincing me I mean convincing her she did not know what she was getting herself into, but as a kid, I knew exactly what we was about to get into, and I remember like not sitting by her own purpose in the movie in the movie theater because I knew how crazy this was about to get. <laughs> uh and but yeah she ended up actually liking it though she <laughs> she did say this was crazy you know because i was only like i think at the time i was only like maybe 12 or 13 or something like that mm-hmm. so i mean she probably shouldn't be watching it but who cares um um but yeah so my pick um the original kings of comedy
0: yeah. andrew did uh, you had you seen it no i've never seen
3: it no,
2: right. no. oh
0: man oh. Jeez, it's um. Uh, <laughs> so, Lyndon, I gotta ask of of huh. Steve, uh, Steve Harvey, Hughley, Cedric, mm. and Bernie. Do you have? Oh, do you have a man. favorite?
2: Oh, that's tough. Um, probably. Oh, that's so tough. They're all so good. Yeah. I, but I'm maybe said only because said has a lot of fun on stage. Yeah. Cedric reminds me of like your uncle at the picnic or something. You know <laughs> what I mean? Tells those good stories, he's playful, he's happy to see everybody's happy to see that one uncle that you see because you know he's gonna make you laugh and he makes you feel comfortable. That's what Cedric reminds me of. So and he's so animated too in it. He he makes you feel like you know you're there with the story. So yeah. probably Cedric if I had to take a choose, but I mean they're all I mean they're all so good.
0: Yeah. Andrew, do you have a favorite? Uh yeah, Bernie
3: Mac, for sure. Yeah. Uh just I mean I mostly I guess because I watched the Bernie Mac show like quite a bit when that was. Up. Yeah, was
2: oh, a good show. In-
0: incredible show. Yeah, I think I think Bernie too, but uh, Cedric's Cedric a great pick. And, and and we've talked about Hughley just being kind of underrated. I mean, we we were talking about the PJs not getting enough love. Um he's amazing in that. Um. All right. Great. Great pick. Um. I don't think anybody else picked that one. I think, I think you're the sole original kings of comedy pick. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, my favorite movie of two thousand is my favorite comedy ever and it is my third favorite movie currently my third favorite movie ever uh <laughs> you know i, drum, I, I...
2: Drum, you gotta put the drum roll in on this one <laughs> you got to <laughs> uh
0: it is also candace our friend candace's favorite movie of 2000 oh, okay. and nico um, i'm sure that this is not
2: even on my list okay it might be on, it might be on my list i'm very curious
0: Um, It's a mockumentary by Christopher Guest called Best in Show.
4: Live from Philadelphia, it's the 125th Annual Mayflower Kennel Club Dog Show. 3,000 dogs competing for Best in Show. To think that in some countries these dogs are eaten. Cookie and I work as a team. We met at this dance. He didn't want to dance. I got two left feet. (laughs) I thought he was kidding. But I wasn't. I was born with two left feet. Beatrice has been showing signs of depression. Ever since she saw us having sex, what would you like to say to Uh, Beatrice right now?
0: If you don't know this movie, it's a mockumentary about people who are uh, entering their dogs into uh, a dog competition. Um, And, uh, I mean, this might be this three-film run of mockumentaries, Waiting for Guffman... Best in show and a mighty wind might be up there for like my favorite run by a filmmaker ever.
2: Uh, Best in show has Fred Willard in it, right?
0: Oh yes. Willard. Now third favorite movie ever.
2: Best in show (laughs) is it's should I, should I watch it? You haven't seen it? mm, That's oh my gosh. It's so funny. Um, (laughs) Let me see. Let me see what else, what that song.
0: So it didn't, it didn't make uh, Roger Ebert's best of 2000, but it was a close call. As it shouldn't. He says, Best in Show <laughs> was the funniest movie of the year, a mockumentary by Christopher Guest about a dog show, its dogs, and their owners, the officials, and the her- hilarious broadcast team. Fred Willard steals scenes as the color commentator, hilariously inappropriate and misinformed, and the movie exploits one of the basic formulas of comedy – the attempt to give form and shape to that, which is not formable and shapeable a dog, for example, um, just, uh, I, I just, I can't express, I can't express enough how much this movie makes me laugh. Um, maybe, I, maybe I'd appreciate it more
3: in my old age, uh, but I definitely didn't. Like, <laughs> how long has it been it since you much, watched it? it? Uh, probably when it was like originally on HBO, you know, years
0: ago. Oh no. Oh no. You got, you got to correct this. Um,
2: (laughs) All right, Siskel and Ebert, (laughs) calm down. (laughs) Um, You got one thumb up and one thumb down. Isn't it crazy how much we cared about their opinion too when it came to movies? When we were kids, (laughs) now that I think about it. Oh heck yeah. I mean. It was like they, well, you know, that show, I I loved movies. So I actually actually watched that show Siskel and Ebert, you know, rate movies. I, I have to
3: admit, like when I go back and look, often Ebert is
2: pretty
3: close to how I feel. Yeah. Sometimes he's like totally out there, but pretty often, like nine out of ten times.
0: Yeah, he likes he likes the artsy stuff a little too much, but on popular stuff, he's usually dead on. It just um, seemed like Siskel didn't like anything. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was, he was, he was a tough. He was a tough critic yeah he um, was tough andrew best in show is on hbo max oh is okay. it really it's time i'm all telling right.
2: you okay I, have it. I got it i got hbo <laughs>
0: okay all right i'm i'm te- i mean listen Little
2: spoil- spoiler for next episode review <laughs> <laughs>
0: some eugene levy some katherine o'hara yeah, uh i'm, you, I'm familiar uh, with the uh parker posey the regular characters <laughs> jane lynch all right um Yes, just every beat is perfect. Every character is defined mm-hmm. and full of life. It's, uh, oh, it's funny. It's real funny. I like um, a
2: good laugh. I'll watch it.
0: <laughs> I mean, you could, I, I, please let me know if you watch it and you're like, this is terrible.
2: Uh, oh, you know me. I don't ever lie to you. I'm, I'm going to tell you. We haven't just met. Trust me. You yeah. know me.
0: Yeah. Uh, close
3: calls. Um, yeah, my official close call is the Ninth Gate.
4: May I take a look? All my own rare editions have the same protagonist. The devil. Only the supreme masterpiece was missing. The Nine Gates is the kingdom of shadows. A book reputed to have been written by Satan himself. I want you to go to Europe. I want you to get it for me.
3: Um, I'm sure I've mentioned it <coughs> on here before. Um, it's, uh... It's, like, sort of a horror movie, but more of, like, a suspenseful mystery movie about uh, this, like, unscrupulous book dealer who gets involved with this book that's, like, supposedly written in conjunction with the devil, like, years ago or whatever. And he's trying to, like, kind of figure out this mystery surrounding it. Um, And I, I don't know. It's, like, it feels like sort of a throwaway movie, but... It's some, I just love something about it. It's like really easy to watch. I mean, I like horror movies in general, but this has a really good uh, feel to it, like attention to it. Um, Also, it takes place in like a lot of really nice looking locales. So it's just a really great looking movie. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just one that for whatever reason, I can rewatch it over and over and can never get sick of it.
2: I'm I'm looking it up right now because I've never heard of it. And of all people of right now, Johnny Depp is in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, is this is this a joke? <laughs>
3: not meant as a
0: joke. No, yeah. no, it, it is pretty good. And it, It's uh, I don't think I like it as much as Andrew, but um, it's like a fun. Not f- fun is not the right word. It's a uh, it is. But there it, is it, it's a cool it's, watch. It's yeah yeah. yeah. Oh,
3: There's cool. light moments. Yeah, like it's not a pure horror type thing. Um, yeah.
2: Like sometimes he only stabs them one time instead of six. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: no, it's like not gory at all either.
3: It's yeah. really oh, about okay. the mystery yeah. that he's going after. And like,
0: and this is really like the peak for Johnny Depp. Like he's kind of at the height of his powers here. I wonder what he's so. up to these
2: days. Huh? Not
0: not the movie itself, but you <laughs> yeah, know, he's yeah. like on such a good run during this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I don't think anybody else had picked that one. Mm. By the way, if anybody wants to watch Ninth Gate, it's on Amazon Prime.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: Lyndon, close call.
2: Yes, I have one clo- very close call and a couple of honorable mentions we'll do later. Uh, my close call was Remember the Titans. Yeah. Mm.
4: Parents, are they here? Where are they. That's my mother. That's your mama? Mm-hmm. Very nice, I want Take a good look at. It. Because once you get on that bus, you ain't got no mama no more. You got your brothers on the team, and you got your daddy. Now, you know who your daddy is, don't you? Gary, if you want to play on this football team, you answer me when I ask you, who is your daddy? Who's your daddy, Gary? Who's your daddy? You. Uh Uh-huh. And whose team is this? Is this your team? Or is this your daddy's team? Yours.
2: Mm -hmm. I mean, such a great movie. I mean, Denzel, wonderful story, true story. I mean, just this has to do with football. I love football. I love the story. I love the message, the writing. Everything's is so good. Remember the Titans is a classic film.
0: (laughs)
3: Yeah. I mean, I I just remember watching it a bunch of times in school. (laughs) yes. You know, I remember we watched it in
0: art and I was like, why are we watching this in art
2: class? <laughs> <laughs> because your teacher's hung over.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, I know that now, but, <laughs> um, it is, it is a very solid, like all around movie. Uh, great cast. Denzel, Will Patton, Ryan Gosling. Um, yeah, I liked that. One. Hey. That, that is on Disney plus for those, uh, looking for it. Cool. Um, well, you guys have way more self restraint than I do. Uh are you guys ready for my top twelve close calls? Oh I mean. <laughs> I have, I, I have,
3: you know, I I'll have go a
2: ton, yeah, I have a ton too. Out.
0: Oh well why didn't you why,
2: why I was just well,
3: letting you like get your just in case, you know, I don't want to ruin your I
0: oh, main. Well close no 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 <laughs> okay. Well I'll just oh I'll, uh, well, I'll go back to it. My close call, Andrew Andrew's already covered it, uh almost famous. Um Andrews, I think, said it best. Uh, what a film.
4: Uh, yeah. Oh, man. You made friends with them. See, friendship is the booze they feed you. As they want you to get drunk and feeling like you belong. Well, it was fun. Because they make you feel cool. And hey, I met you. You are not cool. I know. Even when I thought I was, I knew I wasn't. Yeah, because we are uncool. You now, While women will always be a problem for guys like us, most of the great art in the world is about that very problem. You know, good-looking people, they got no spine. Their art never lasts. Then they get the girls. But we're smarter. Yeah, I can really see that now. Yeah, because great art is about... Guilt and longing, and you know, love disguises sex, and sex disguises love. Hey, let's face it. You got a big head start. I'm glad you were home. I'm always home. I'm uncool. If
0: you if you said this movie was made in 1980 or 2000 or 2020, I'd believe you. It's just kind of a timeless, yeah. um, a timeless masterpiece. I honestly think that. Um, yeah, I think everybody involved. It's like career career best performances um maybe save for like philip seymour hoffman in which case every Mm -mm. performance is his best uh but (laughs) he's still great even though he's only in it for like you know five minutes he's incredible and then you learn like behind the scenes that he was like severely sick when he Mm -hmm. was doing his scenes and it adds kind of this like element of i don't know it adds something to the acting um i think it's easily my favorite film about music uh, at least dramatic film um you know i there's some comedies that i think are up there spinal tap uh a mighty wind that thing you do but i think as far as dramatic films about music this is the best uh and like you said it's really relatable it's a it's a movie about fitting in and i think whether you're 15 or 50 i think everybody can relate to that so um yeah a beautiful movie just like like flawless, there's just nothing about it that needs change, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, yeah, all right. Well, uh, so we all have a lot of close calls, so let's go back to Andrew. What What other yeah. What other stuff uh, was just
3: let's, yeah. yeah,
0: uh, high fidelity, love it, uh, that, um, also Jordan's, nice, yeah, it's uh, castaway, um, that's my number nine,
2: nice. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you number them
0: because I'm a psycho, I love lists. <laughs> Uh, Shadow of the Vampire. That's my number six. Nice. Okay. Or no, it's my uh, number seven. My number seven. Okay,
2: okay. Don't uh, get the uh, numbers wrong now. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: That's that's, that's a film. That's a that's a film about the making of Nosferatu. Very good.
3: Yeah, it's, yeah. it's bizarre, yeah. bizarre like uh, story even. Yeah. Um,
0: American Psycho. Number five. Right. Also Max's and... pick and Ryan. Nice. <laughs> right.
3: Um, Requiem for a Dream. Uh, not something that I wanna rewatch. No. Really? But like it is no, it's not terrible. I mean, it's depressing as hell. But yeah.
0: that was a movie like the second it was over, I'm like, I'm never watching that again. <laughs> well yeah, 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 for sure.
3: Um Unbreakable.
0: Uh my number uh, 10 and also Andy's nice. pick.
3: Nice. Uh Scream Three. Oh really? Horrible. Interesting.
2: Horrible.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, geez. Horrible. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, next Friday, not as good as the original, of course, but uh, you know, good effort. <laughs> uh, s- uh, Screwed, which I feel like is maybe one of like the yeah. most like I think un- it's...
2: underrated,
3: yeah, yeah. And it's got like these three unbelievable people leading the cast: uh, Norm MacDonald, Dave Chappelle, Danny DeVito. It's like, what the hell? Um, Mission course, to Mars. Of
2: course, Run tomatoes gives it a ten percent. Wow. Okay,
3: wow. give me a break. I mean, it gets from me like fifty percent just from those three guys being in it. But, um, Mission to Mars, I think, was the, the superior <laughs> Mars movie that year. Yeah. Um, Snow Day. Yeah, that also Ethan's pick. Nice. Uh, Big Mama's House. Martin Lawrence. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh. Uh, there's this movie called Cheaters that was an HBO movie, but it was about this, uh, like some private school or something that cheat, like together cheated to win this, like, United States, like, nationwide, uh, I don't know, smart contest. Mm. Uh, and uh, anyway, I just watched it a bunch, it was really good. As Jeff Daniels and uh, Jenna Maloney, yeah. um. And uh, Dude, Where's My Car? Of course. My <laughs> last.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, we watched that a bunch. I don't think I love it, but um, yeah. Double J also picked it. Dude, Where's My Car? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh,
2: what other ones did you have, Linden? So my other close calls was uh, X-Men. That was almost my, you know, mm, besides yeah. remember the times X-Men, that movie started off For me, it started off all the rest of the Marvel movies you see today. Because it was the very first to me. Like, I mean, you had Blade and, you know, a lot of people don't know the very first Marvel movie was Howard the Duck.
1: Mm. Hmm.
2: You know, but because it was made such a long time ago and it wasn't that true to the comics. And, you know, they didn't present it as a Marvel movie, but Howard the Duck is a Marvel character. Um, Doesn't, Doesn't
0: Howard the Duck take place in Cleveland?
2: Uh, he he could. You could be. I right. mean, it does look pretty horrible in the movie, so I wouldn't <laughs> be. St- I mean, it's trash everywhere. I think he got mugged and beat on his first day. I mean, I wouldn't be. I mean, I wouldn't be too shocked. I mean, honestly, uh,
0: it says it says yeah the carrot Howard the Duck is supposed to be living in Cleveland. I don't know if it was filmed wow. in Cleveland, but yeah,
2: yeah. I was talking I about the movie side so note. Know- the other day with somebody i was like because i seen a picture of uh her kissing the duck whenever in bed i was like wow that's as a kid you're like wow i can't believe it but when you get older it's like oh that's that's speciality what is going on here that's why am i watching this but yeah. anyway back to the 2000s <laughs> um uh, so sl-
0: real fast slimy's dream also picked x-men Nice.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a huge movie at the time. Um Scary Movie. Love Scary Movie. Um, yeah. I've seen that movie so many times. I mean, this just makes me laugh to this day. Um, I love that, you know, the Wayne's Keenan, you know, directed it, wrote they all wrote it together. It's just you know, you can see the grind in that movie and how good it is. Um, of course, another comedy that I love, Me, Myself, and Irene. hmm Yeah. Another great Mm -hmm. movie, Jim Carrey uh, adopted. uh, He has three sons, three black sons, which makes it even more hilarious. I think Anthony Anderson's one of the sons. I mean, is this so so raw and so funny? Is this hilarious? Uh, Meet the Parents. Oh, Uh, my number four. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Nick and Elise also picked Meet the Parents. That's up there. (laughs) Um. Yeah. Meet the Parents. Classic movie. Ben Stiller. Uh. Shaft. It was a remake of the original Shaft. <laughs> um. Samuel Jackson, plays uh. John Shaft. It's not a bad movie. Uh. Love and Basketball. Another one of my favorite movies. Uh. Omar Epps. And uh. You know. It's about. It's a love story. Pretty much. That has to do with basketball. But it's really good though. Um. I know I'm gonna get a lot of slack for this. <laughs> but uh. These These the the ladies man. Um, it's a character from SNL. I forget his name. Yeah. Uh, what is Tim Meadows? Name? Tim Meadows, yes. Um, uh, if you know the SNL character, they made a movie out of it, and it is just hilarious.
0: <laughs> Andrew and
2: another one. Oh, go ahead. I don't
0: know if you remember Andrew or if you were there, but I rem I remember we had a sleepover at Chris's house, and we rented The Ladies Man, and I was really <laughs> really excited. <laughs> Uh, and I fell asleep,
2: <laughs> and so I've still
0: never finished the ladies. Man. Wow.
2: Um. So another movie I know I'm going to get slack for. Uh it's I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's called uh Bedazzle. Oh yeah.
0: Number eleven on I, my list. Like Number eleven on my list. Linda. You're joking. Nope. You gotta be joking. And it's Richie's favorite. I love wow. Bedazzle. Love Bedazzle. Underrated.
2: Yes. Well, wow. it's uh has to do with Brendan Fraser and Elizabeth Hurley. Say no so more. So basically, so they, <laughs> you could <can> just <laughs> stop it right there. Surprisingly, so has fifty percent on Rodden. That's a surprise. That's insane. That, that they I would, mean, I like it, but come on, that's a pretty big rating for that movie for yeah, Rodney. Yeah. to give. Wait a in. second, Andrew, um, you're saying
0: you think it should be lower? Oh yeah. I mean, I I like it. All right. Have you but seen it? If,
3: if Scrooge has ten percent, Bedazzled should not have fifty percent. What, I'm what
0: Brendan Frazier's wow. what Brendan Fraser is doing in Bedazzled, should have been I've an Oscar nomination. I've seen <laughs> the basketball player. Oh
3: the my basketball gosh, scene so is probably my funny. favorite
2: scene. It's that so... basketball scene is hilarious.
3: Bob is courtside with Elliot Richards now. Let's go to Bob. Bob, thank you, Jerry and Dan. Elliot, you must be one very proud young man this evening. Simply
0: put, that was a staggeringly dramatic display of athletic ability.
3: Ah. Uh, Well, you know, you go out there and you give 110% and you want to play good and, you know, you hope you play good. I think we play pretty good tonight. Well, in the lexicon of sports terminology, and I don't mean to sound contrary here, the word good falls tragically short of encompassing the sheer virtuosity of your performance this evening.
4: Um, well, you know, there's no I in the word team, and this is a team effort, and I just want to say that I'm really proud to be associated with these fine individuals that I have the pleasure of working with. Now, I would never want to
0: diss your teammates in any way, shape, or form, but you do realize that you smashed to bits Will Chamberlain's heretofore unbreakable
3: record of 100 points in a single basketball game set in Hershey, Pennsylvania, all those years ago. Oh, man, you know, you just got to play one game at a time and go out there and give 110%, and uh, you just got to show you want it more than they do when chips t- fall
4: where they may. Thank you very much. Uh, back to you, Jerry and Dan. All right! Blues number one! Yeah! So,
0: uh, should have been nominated for an Oscar. <laughs>
2: but yeah if everybody check it out basically he meets her she's pretty much you know she can grant us wishes but every it's like what is it what was it are you afraid of the dark was it the monkey paw basically it's kind of like that you know it's this twisted claw it's kind of like that every wish has some type of just left turn you know so but yeah it's 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 funny what is it on let me see
0: linden do you want to start a podcast where we talk about bedazzled one minute at a, <laughs> a
2: time oh my god i mean analyze look. each frame. each frame Is water wet what you I mean, <laughs>
0: yes oh, frame man. by frame but the the bedazzled
2: podcast yeah um, <laughs> but yeah um that is a yeah so let's see i have okay i have one more movie Uh, So, this movie, um, if nobody's checked it out, and this was actually in the movie theaters. It's called Backstage. Have you ever Mm -hmm. heard of
0: it? No. So,
2: so. this was a documentary movie, a real doc. And it had, and they followed. it was a hip-hop tour. They followed the Rough Riders and the Rockefeller tour that year before, and they made it a movie. Hmm. And if you love hip hop and love music, it is really good. I mean, every hip hop from 2000 is in there. I mean, every artist, it was, it followed the Rough Riders and the Rockefeller. They had a tour together and they followed them on the year in the tour. And it is just, it is raw. It is exactly what, I mean, they didn't hold back anything from the documentary. And it is really good. It's called Backstage. Man. Okay. Yeah, I'm J- de- I
0: do like those. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely going to check that out.
2: If you like music documentaries that just follow people and it's just, I mean, good, you would yeah. love Backstage, especially if you like hip hop, like Jay-Z and, you know, State Property, they're all in it. Yeah. And it, it, it says, you know.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I just pulled it up. It says DMX, Method Man, Ja Rule, Red Man. That looks awesome. And this is.
2: And this is all of them in their early, early stages. Yeah, would have had to been. And it's like to watch them. It was like, you know, watching the indie wrestler or something before he made it to the WWE or something. So to watch, trust me, you you will like it. If you like hip-hop, you like cool. documentaries, they just follow them with a camera the whole time. And they don't hold nothing back.
3: I, I mean, it's... Just, no, go ahead, Andrew. Just want to mention that Bedazzled has a
0: higher rotten that's what i was
3: about to say
0: i mean come on i mean yeah it's no bedazzled it's got a 31 percent um
2: well i'm not surprised i mean you know hip-hop documentary in 2000 i mean nobody that's not but i mean bedazzled though andrew (laughs) it's brendan Fraser.
0: we're about to throw fists here um (laughs) i mean i own bedazzled on dvd i had that i had that case um
2: I mean, I know what one wish I'm going to have is for Andrew to like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I do like it. It's just,
0: come on, oh 50%. Oh, boy. A little high. Um, well, you guys named a bunch of movies on my list. The only stuff you didn't mention, Uh, my last pick was U571, uh, a German <laughs> U-boat film that was, I remember, pretty, I haven't seen it in a long time, but uh, it felt pretty tense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you put it on your topless yeah number wouldn't, 12, wouldn't, number, number wouldn't. 12.
3: <laughs>
0: oh it uh, barely made the I, I cut like this at all. yeah well <laughs> well it's uh <laughs> have you have you guys it's seen it one. <sighs> yeah. i feel like
3: i feel I like have. i might have watched it like in german class or something like in German. yeah we did watch it in
0: german class yeah uh,
3: oh Oh,
0: okay. Um
3: yeah. That's yeah. not my kind of movie, but oh,
0: whatever. Uh we mentioned Bedazzled, uh, we mentioned Unbreakable, uh, number nine, Castaway, number eight, Gladiator, number seven, Shadow of the Vampire. Hmm. Number six is a documentary called Dark Days. Um hmm. it's a film about pretty much like a homeless society that lives in the subway system of New York City. Um, these people who like are actually like a lot of them like willingly homeless. Like they, they pretty much, um, use free power and electricity from the city and like set up, they build their own little houses in these abandoned railroad tunnels. Um, they have pets. Hmm. They like, they they have friends. Um, it's a black, a black and white documentary, uh, called dark days. Um, hmm. it's pretty yeah. cool. Number five, American Psycho. Number four, Meet the Parents. And besides uh, Almost Famous, the other thing that was tied for the most commonly picked uh, with Allie, Shay, Clayton, and Zach. Uh, and my number three, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? By the Cohen mm. Brothers.
3: Oh, yeah. 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 You know, I just, that's <laughs> like maybe one of
0: my lowest Cohen Brothers movies. Hmm. I just don't love it okay yeah i mean it's definitely it's kind of its own thing it's kind of strange
2: i mean it, it's o it's okay to me i don't think it's bad but i don't think it's you know the best but i think it's yeah. right in between
0: yeah i mean i'm i am a coen brothers fanatic so the fact that it's not my favorite or close call would tell you that it's maybe middle middle coen's uh, yeah uh ferguson's movies um
3: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um uh, this is like a uh, true ferguson in that i think it's like objectively pretty horrible but i still love it it's this movie called cabin by the lake it was a, a usa original uh horror <laughs> movie starring jud nelson okay um and it's like he's like this uh serial killer that's creating this like um uh, like a the word for it. <laughs> it? Basically, he's like chaining his victim down, victims down in the water to create this like underwater thing that he can like swim around in. And like, it's like a display for him or something. Anyway, terrible movie. It's a whole, it's like bottom of the barrel type movie, but I just something about it. I really like uh Judd Nelson is bizarre as the serial killer. Um, and it has a uh, sequel that's even more bizarre. Like The Judd Shape Nelson... of Water, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another classic. Somehow I can't remember what happens at the end of the first one, but Judd Nelson like gets caught or something. And then in the second one, he he comes back pretending to be a director in the town, and he's directing a movie about himself the serial killer and like his underwater uh, (laughs) thing okay (laughs) anyway just just totally bizarre horrible but like great bad movies Mm. um and uh i I also just wanted to mention i think one of our friend brett's favorites uh disney channel original movie called the other me (laughs) in which it was like uh andrew lawrence i think like the youngest lawrence brother uh, clones himself somehow And, uh, I don't know, you know, things, funny things ensue, I guess. Anyway, terrible.
0: (laughs) Lyndon Ferguson?
2: I have a few. Nice. Um, Number one, Coyote Ugly. Mm. Just horrible. I mean, just dumb. Same recycled story. Uh, And the second one, uh, God, this movie is so bad little nicky
1: hmm.
2: i mean just it just speaks for itself i don't really like talking about it how bad <laughs> it is it's just such a bad movie um shanghai noon that was with um jackie chan and um was it owen
0: yeah i think is owen it... wilson
2: yeah owen wilson just just a cash grab team up <laughs> movie just dumb um I mean, Rush Hour was great. This is not Rush Hour. <laughs> um, Nutty Professor Two, uh, just a disappointment because the first one was so good, and the second one was just not that good. It was just another cash grab movie. It just wasn't good. And uh, Charlie's Angels, it was just horrible too. Hmm. So, yeah. yeah,
3: you know what i I thought like everybody in the on the planet liked the Charlie's Angels remakes um, oh i just did not
2: enjoy them yeah me either it was not good not good at all
0: <laughs> okay uh i guess I'll, I'll try to keep it simple um mission impossible 2 mm, um, that's the uh highest grossing film of the year oh well, 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 wow you know america <laughs> um
2: well you got the gross part right
0: (laughs) i love the original uh the brian de palma film the second one's taken over by john woo who's a who's a good filmmaker it's just this and i like the mission impossible series a lot i think some of them are really good but um Hmm. this one just is to me not i I was really amped for it i was excited i remember uh renting it and being like what is this? I mean Tom Cruise is almost like a parody of himself in this movie. He's like got this like long hair, he's wearing sunglasses the whole movie. And, like who is this Ethan Hunt like in the last one he's like this kind of like nervous intellectual guy and now he's like rock climbing walls. Um it gets guy, yeah, yeah it just wasn't for me. So, uh Mission Impossible mm-hmm. 2 is my Ferguson because I was so excited for it. Um mm-hmm. other people's picks uh, these are favorites, not Ferguson's. Hmm. Uh Ben likes Rugrats in Paris. Hmm. Um Andy likes Road Trip. Uh oh, yeah. Yurt likes In the Mood for Love. Don't know that one. Uh Brody likes Memento. Hmm. Uh Jordan, as I mentioned, or no, I didn't mention uh Jordan shouted out High Fidelity. I'm surprised Yes, Yes, I did. You did? That was, uh, that was my first close call oh. after gate. 90- okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, Vaughn and Justin picked Final Destination. Mm, yeah. Uh, Manny picked The Kid. Sam picked Kevin and Perry Go Large, which he says is one of the funniest mm. films he's ever seen. Never even heard of it. Yeah, me neither. Um, Josh picked Men of Honor. Lemonade stand picked Rugrats in Paris." Brett picked "The Emperor's New Groove." I- Ivy boy picked "Battle Royal." Uh, Jesse picked "Gone in 60 Seconds," the Nicolas Cage uh, feature. Marshmallow picked "The Skulls," which I've never heard of. Mm. You know, it?
3: it's yeah, it's okay. Okay. It's like based on the secret society, the skulls. Yeah.
2: Mm. That guy, it wasn't the was it is it Craig T. Nelson or am I wrong? Was it oh. in that movie?
0: Uh, I can't say for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um another popular pick, Cam, Sid, Heath, and Keith all mentioned Snatch. Oh, yeah. Uh Lyndon, your close call, Remember the Titans, was also picked by Adventure USA um our friend kevin who's been on the podcast andrew he, yeah. i oh, I'm, I'm interested to see if you've heard heard of this movie he picked a movie called alley cat's strike
3: <laughs> sure yeah you know it is that it i think it's a disney channel original movie if i'm not uh, yes mistaken. about bullying yeah
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> interesting pick. It is an interesting pick. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh I love Kevin. Uh and then um, Tim picked Ginger Snaps. Mm. Which is a horror movie. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Uh Lyndon, where should we go next?
2: Let's since we did movies. Let's go ahead and just get let's go ahead and get T V out the way. Since let's we do did it. movies.
0: Let's do
3: it. Okay. Um this might be a little bit of a surprise But my top TV show Is Malcolm in the Middle Yes um, So good it, it, Still today uh, I've rewatched it over the years A couple times And it still really holds up The writing is just amazing Like every Every joke on that show Like I don't know if just the way they did it Or what But uh, I was just like thrown off constantly By what was going to happen next Like it almost, like, lulls you into, like, believing something's gonna happen and then, like, takes a, you know, a 90-degree turn uh, to somewhere that you didn't even imagine. Um, one of the best uh, series finales. Still hilarious. All the characters are great. God, it's just one of my all-time favorite sitcoms ever.
0: It is... It's not my pick, but it's, uh wonderful it is like you could really it's one of those shows you can throw on at any time and just it be like perfect you know what i mean like uh really fit the mood uh it is the most popular pick by our listeners um vaughn picked it ben uh, slimy's dream josh logan shay zach jesse evelyn and john all picked malcolm in the middle and of course we'd Absolutely. be remiss if we didn't mention that wonderful theme song by the of giants. Oh
3: yeah,
0: for <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, Lyndon, what did you pick?
2: I picked for the year 2000, my favorite show that year, the debut was my wife and kids. Hmm. That was uh, Damon Wayans, Tisha Campbell. They had a show that had a family Two successful um, parents, I mean, it was just hilarious to me. It was very, you know, spot on, you know, dealing with a a black family, especially, you know, a guy that had actually had a lot of money. The kids were, the daughter was spoiled. It was just great writing, great storylines. It was just, I mean, it was, before that, it was nothing that major um, of a family, you know, Dio's usually had a show and everything, but my wife and kids took off fast, and they ended up getting a lot of episodes, and people loved it. So hmm. that that was my favorite show. I don't think I've seen that one, Andrew. Have you watched it?
3: Uh, just like briefly, I, I've caught a little bit, but not much. Okay. Um, somehow, I just hadn't even realized like it was a thing until a couple years ago, maybe. Oh. Just okay. catching it on TV in
0: reruns. Yeah, Great show. Um. Well, my pick uh was shared by Max, Amar, Ali, Chris, Nico, Vince, Cassandra, Melissa, and Lauren, and that is a pretty 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 good show called Curb Your Enthusiasm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. This is the Larry David HBO show. Larry David, who helped co-create Seinfeld. Uh, He stars in the show as himself, and the kind of central theme here is Larry is an abrasive person surrounded by even more abrasive people. I think what makes Curb so fun is everybody is so unforgiving. I mean, Larry is a jerk, but so is everybody else. Uh, And um, (laughs) yeah, it's just, uh, it's still going. He's kind of made the show. It's kind of incredible. 22 years, he's just been kind of making it at his own pace. He takes like sometimes years off, sometimes not, um, and it's still very funny. I, I'd say not as consistent consistent as it once was, but uh, these first few seasons are, I mean, all bangers. Uh, love curve.
2: Yeah. Nice. I knew you was gonna pick that one.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Right. I knew you was gonna like if you if you know you and because you, you, you talk about it all the time I like I know when I seen it when I put up the list when I googled it I was like I know exactly what he's gonna pick <laughs> no shocker to anybody
0: I I think my close call will be a shocker though um, mm. Andrew close okay. call uh yeah my close call is curb okay uh
3: yeah great of course um, it was almost my number one pick but at the end of the day when I was thinking about it I'm just like a little bit more impressed by it. Malcolm the Middle as a whole uh, but I love Kirby Enthusiasm still hilarious um, yeah, I, yeah, it's great of course yeah. um, just some other ones that I wanted to mention uh, the Clerks animated series uh, amazing it's like six episodes only but it's it's awesome totally worth watching still some of the funniest stuff i've seen in cartoons still um and it looks awesome like the style of animation is really cool um man, just a crime that that got canceled um this was also the premiere of aqua teen lab 2021 20, um the probably my top two uh of this era of like what's about to come with adult swim um and also baby blues was an animated show that was on for a little while based on the comic strip um really great like another really underrated uh animated show that uh was only on for one season and uh finally even stevens Mm. the
0: disney channel original series yeah we love the heck out of that yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah. I we were we were early on the Shia LaBeouf bandwagon. Yeah, oh
2: yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> cool. Uh,
0: Linden, close call.
2: My close call was Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Wow. Yes, that was my close call. That's. Yes. I mean, I love that show. I mean, the writing was so good. I love the quirkiness yeah. of it. It was almost like. I don't, it's like it's almost as if Pete and Pete had a new 2000 show with the craziness yeah. and the stories that they had. That you just nobody had these, what they went through in this family and these storylines. It, it was like, just like when you watch Pete and Pete, it's like, who goes through this? You know, it's <laughs> like, who does this? Who creates these interesting characters? Um, I seen something really cool a long time ago that said, what if, uh, I forgot his name, Breaking Bad went into Mm. witness witness protection program and then met and the the last episode of breaking bad would have been him going into witness protection program in another in another state and meeting her the mom and the the episode would have cut off
3: um i was like wow that
2: would have been cool
3: i don't know if you've ever seen it but they did do a little connecting thing uh Between Breaking Bad and Malcolm in the Middle. Like, they taped it. Um, It was an extra on the Breaking Bad DVDs. I think you could probably find it on YouTube.
2: Oh, wow, I never knew that. Pretty cool. So, my my other ones are a show called Titus. I don't know if you remember Mm. it, but it's a comedian named Christopher Titus, uh, one of my favorite comedians. Um, He just basically did a show about his life. And, you know, the crazy stuff he's been through. It was on Fox, I believe. Another show I used to watch, uh, I think it was on NBC, is called Ed. Mm. Um, also, MTV Cribs. Loved when that debuted, love MTV Cribs. Uh, also, Even Stevens. I used to watch Even Stevens a lot, too. And, and last, uh, Jackass. Uh-huh. Jackass debuted that year, too. I used to love watching that one, of course.
0: Yeah. of course yeah i i think we were also big on jackass pretty quickly yeah, so, for sure. have y'all
2: watched the new uh the new one i have okay
0: yeah it was fun really fun i mean they're mm. definitely getting way too old to be doing this stuff but you can tell they're um <laughs> they're recruiting young blood mm. yeah they of, have to yeah yeah i mean like straight up uh johnny knoxville almost dies so
2: <laughs> yeah it's pretty scary
0: um yeah all right uh my close call is a show i've been watching since 2000 i continue to watch and for the last seven years I bet
3: it's gonna be my uh, ferguson
0: oh yes <laughs> um for the last seven years my whole family watches it i mean everyone my mom oh, my okay, dad yeah. my sisters my brother in laws my nephews um and so there's a, we do a bracket every year uh, where people take picks and there's a winner and we have a trophy. It's a cup. Um, and that is for the show. <laughs> that is for the sh- CBS another,
2: show. Another drum roll.
0: <laughs> that is for the CBS show. Big brother. <laughs> wow. Um, I yeah. love me some big brother. Uh, to be very clear, not celebrity big brother. I love Big Brother. I love the social experiment of putting people in the house, uh, what people do. Um, And it's, uh, is it a stupid show? Of course. Uh, Am I proud that it's my first, uh, my close call? No. But uh, I I love it. And, um,
3: you know, I remember uh, when it first came on years ago, like you talking about your family liking it. And I was a little confused then, like, huh? (laughs) Like what? How, why did they like this? Like I don't know. Just that you've kept
0: it up for
3: 20 years. Oh yeah, I, 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 run,
0: I run the bracket. I mean, like I keep date, I keep weekly points. I send out the scores. We have a cup for
2: good fantasy football. Yeah, man.
0: We have a cup that says Big Brother, and then on the there's lines on it where we can put the name of each year's winner. I've I've won twice.
1: Jeez. Yeah. Probably
0: <laughs> pretty poor showing. Oh hey now. It's like out of like eight years, I'd say. Oh eight? Yeah. They don't do it every year. Yeah, they do it or every you year. You guys didn't we yeah, we didn't start it oh, until okay. more, you know, last decade. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> shout out <laughs> shout out to all my big brother fans.
1: <laughs> nice. I'm with you. Nice. Uh
0: other stuff I really I mean I really close. If it wasn't Big Brother, it would have been Aqua Teen Hunger Force for me. Hmm. Um for sure. Which uh Addy also likes. Um Yurt, Get These Hands, also like Jackass, which was on my list. And a show I've come to really appreciate, uh though I don't say I love, um, which was also picked by Jordan, Candace, and Tim is Gilmore Girls. Oh, um, man. Which um it's it's a hard show to cheer for the characters because they're all filthy rich and disgusting people but it's uh, hypnotic in a way it's uh, yeah. it's of its time for sure I mean it feels like a 2000 show uh, Ferguson's
3: yeah my Ferguson is Gilmore Girls <laughs> uh, just I, like I don't even know why I've seen it um, it like came on after something else that I was watching for a while and It's just unbearable. It's like this (laughs) weird, annoying town. I mean, whatever. I I guess it's like an idyllic-looking town. I guess for some people. I think it's Star Hollow. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of annoying. I'm just watching it. Like, who is this for? But I found out (laughs) it's It's like for Tim, Candace,
0: Candace and Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) And Brett loves this. Our friend. Oh, Brett. Yeah. Um, Just. No good. It's a good Ferguson because, like, when I'm watching it, I'm like, I hate this, but I also (laughs) will keep watching it.
2: Um... Is it like it's like 15? No,
0: nothing's like 15. Not as good as 15.
2: (laughs) Okay. 15 is
0: 15 is singular. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Lyndon, did you have a Ferguson?
2: I did. That Ferguson is big brother. Oh no. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, just this is this is what this reminds me of, right? I love the Real World. I thought it was very groundbreaking mm-hmm. for its time. You know, you get all these personalities. You know, it was new. And you know how when a new dance or something cool comes along, and your parents do it or or a teacher do it, and <laughs> it's not cool any and it's not cool anymore. That's how I felt when Big Brother debuted. <laughs> They pretty much almost did the same exact thing as a Road Rules, World World type situation. They basically combined the two with the games and people living in the house. And when they did it, it just wasn't cool anymore. They made it not cool. And it was this, yeah. Honorable mentions though, I had is this other show called Center to Beach. It was this. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was just horrible, too. It was supposed to be some stupid. Par- parody of Baywatch I think Howard Stern was like the producer of it and it was just just I mean I'm look I like smut just as much as the next guy but this is just over just overboard it was on FX and uh, it was basically when FX had first started you know they needed shows and all that uh that was pretty bad also the Ali G show I mean that show annoyed mm. me too I wasn't mm. a big fan of that show either I know that you know Borat and all that I know who he is yeah. Uh, Sasha, but that show was as annoying. Which I'm pretty sure that's what he wanted to do anyway, so he did his job. But yes, those are my Fergusons. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, but
2: like but the in the two thousands was weird because it was it wasn't a crazy amount of shows, but the quality of them was better than a quantity if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah. I, I think it wasn't I, I'm torn on this year. I I think um, there is some good stuff, um, yeah, but there's a lot of middling stuff. Um, I have two Fergusons. One is like because I'm mad that it only got one season, and of course, come on, Andrew, that is DAG. <laughs> yeah the the, Dave, uh, the David David <laughs> Allen Greer the, the with David Allen Greer uh, White yeah. House uh, vehicle which <laughs> yeah. only got one season and every episode was
2: funny i'm with you on that i am with you 100 on that one. all
0: right good yeah dag did not get the love it deserved. i mean david yeah. Allen greer in general does not get the love he deserves. And, it, and it's
2: such a and it's such a good like sitcom storyline yeah. like he he messed up like one time and <laughs> and now they put him on like you know the whatever b yeah. So now B-Show, now you have to watch over the First Lady and her daughter and stuff. It's like, it's such a sitcom.
0: Yeah. yeah. Loved it. Um, now, I, I hate to do this. Uh, well, you pick Big Brother, so I don't care. Uh, my real Ferguson is, <laughs> is Titus. Uh, yeah, I did yeah. not like Titus. Oh, so you,
2: you do know the show.
0: Oh, I know Titus. It's oh, okay. It's you, all things. right. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> Andrew, what are you the, the the critic now
0: yeah andrew you didn't like titus right no i was not a big titus guy yeah
3: yes
2: let me hear it i need this
0: <laughs> not, not a big well Rich, richie's on your side it was richie's favorite show of the year but um yeah it just there was something like inauthentic about it it, it seemed like he was doing like a jeff fox worthy except he was like phony baloney like
2: uh <laughs> well let me tell you as a Titus fan. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, as a part of the Titus fan club, I must have to tell you that this is that was his real life. Titus grew up uh abused. No, 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 no. And... It's not that
0: it's not that I don't believe that his story. Oh, I
2: thought you said it was unbelievable. No,
0: no, no. It's just like he Okay, I guess what I mean is uh like Jeff he wasn't funny. Um do <laughs> you think jeff foxworth is funny not really no but he um, I, I don't think any of those guys are funny but um titus seemed like the worst of it he just it just seemed he seemed kind of hacky uh but okay but uh, you know i'm 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 happy i'm happy we agree i'm bedazzled and i'm fine that we disagree on <laughs> titus <laughs> um well do you guys know what the top rated show of this year was Dateline? Kurt. No. Nope. Nope.
2: Big brother, probably. <laughs> uh
3: <laughs> close. Uh survivor. Oh, of course. Oh, uh, yeah. Otherwise known
0: as the better big brother. No. <laughs> no.
3: No, <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I
2: would have to agree on that
0: one. Um, other other shout-outs. Uh Keith shouted out C Lab 2021. Ryan yeah. shouted out Clerks. Andrew mentioned. Uh oh, also yeah. Andrew mentioned even Stevens. Uh, that was picked by Kev, Ethan, Justin, and Sid uh survivor was picked by mandy nick and double j boston public was picked by brody and clayton uh, our friend manny picked tv funhouse said short-lived but
1: yeah oh, yeah
0: uh, yeah. uh he picked uh <coughs> harvey birdman oh nice uh andy and brett picked x-men evolution Ooh, that that was very good yeah mm-hmm. uh marshmallow picked smallville and Adventure USA picked Caitlin's Way. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is a show I think I can say I've never watched a full episode.
3: Yeah, I don't think
0: I have either. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did note, Andrew, you already mentioned some stuff that ended that year. I, I think you missed one big Nickelodeon one. Mm. Which uh, which was, uh, are you afraid of the dark ends in two
3: thousand? Oh wow! Uh, like the first, yeah, or the second yeah, yeah, iteration, yeah. the
0: seventh season, sure. yeah. Okay. Um, nine hundred two one zero ends. Uh, freaks and geeks, of course, Keenan and Kel, um, Pepperan. Ah, I liked Pepperan. Yeah,
2: not Pepperan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Andrew, where should we go next? Um, let's do song. Okay.
3: Um, so I'll start, uh, my number one song of this year is The Weaker Thans, A Sigh. Rely.
2: Rely a
4: bit too heavily on alcohol
2: and ice
3: It's probably like their most famous or most popular song. Uh, If you've heard one of them and you don't already know them, like this is probably the song you've heard. Um, But uh, it's been in a couple of movies, but very good. Probably my favorite uh, off this year's album.
0: I don't think I really know that album.
3: Um, um, I mean, if you don't know this song... but i think you probably know Huh. okay
0: the, the only weaker thin song i can always recall is our retired explorer oh yeah um, great one but uh that's a different album i think yeah okay cool um
2: nice all right
0: sounded good uh lyndon
2: so this was hard because the songs that came out it was so many It was more songs than I definitely expected in the year 2000. I mean, I felt like it was more songs than albums. I mean, honestly, that came out. It was like song after song. But ultimately, I wanted to go with my heart, so I chose Big Pimpin' by Jay Z (laughs) and UGK. I mean, it was another reason because UGK is pretty much where I'm from, small town in Texas, uh, and they, Jay Z loved them, called them. I mean, they were huge underground, and Jay Z called them to be on the album, and then the rest was history, and they just blown up after that. But yes, Big Pimpin' was probably my favorite song. The video is amazing. I spent so much money on the video. Uh, I mean, everything about it was great. And I'm going to say one more thing, too. I love your year and review episodes, but I'm here for the people that don't know most of what the hell songs and albums <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. which you will be saying. I listen, and it's nothing against y'all, you know, and your albums and the songs that you but when it comes to the songs topic, when you get to that, I have no idea half the songs <laughs> you're talking about and i noticed some people probably shaking their head right now i'm with you and i'm here for you in this episode (laughs) If, if if
0: it makes you feel better i usually also don't know the songs andrew's talking about
2: Oh, okay. yeah i often yeah. don't know joe yeah
0: sure. so like you know it's it's i think even to each other it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's... i swear
2: this whole time i thought because the way y'all talk it's like oh okay yeah sure And i was like okay i i've never heard that song <laughs> and I uh,
0: no i've never heard that weaker thin song i've never heard you know half the pavement songs it's and it's okay it's uh i think that's what's fun about it like
2: but you know what's cool about it uh i'm not gonna lie sometimes you'll play the clip and I'll, and I'll go back and actually I'll go on my phone and actually pull it up and, and you know and listen to it cool Thanks. and yeah. some of us not and some of us not that bad and I guess that's a good reason why we all have different personalities so if somebody else could watch the movie that we say hey you should go watch or the TV show or the song or the album you know
0: yeah,
4: yeah,
0: yeah. oh for sure I, I yes I and mean, then like all the pics we get from the listeners every once in a while like it'll either jog my memory and like I'm Happy that you know someone's mentioned it because I've forgotten it or something new. So yeah, I think yeah, it's a, yeah it's exciting just to kind of see what people like. And yeah. Brooks also picked
2: Big Pimpin'. Oh, nice. Yeah. I thought I was gonna be alone on that one. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, Brooks is with you. Um, well, you guys will probably know the band of my favorite song mm-hmm. of the year. Uh, it's a band that has gotten a hard reputa- reputation. Part of that is their own fault because they stink now um and part of that is because judd apatow has a joke in one of his movies that i feel like has made them like toxic wow. um and that is Coldplay, and, oh. and and the song is don't
4: panic bones sinking like stones all that we fall for Homes, places we've grown All of us are done for
0: i mean it sucks now because you say coldplay and i think most people do what lyndon just did (laughs) Uh, um, but it's like this first album parachutes is no joke like i put it put it on and it's a shame because uh this album for a debut album it's the songwriting is really really good um don't panic is the opening track um The song is really haunting and kind of beautiful of course i love that it pays homage to douglas adams and hitchhiker's guide um and you know whenever they're done with their spray paint graffiti slick pop phase i hope that we reevaluate how like how legitimately good uh, not only this album but really their first three albums are really pretty good and then like Seth Rogen made a Coldplay "Makes You Gay" joke in a Judd Apatow <laughs> movie, and uh, while I like Judd Apatow a lot, I feel like uh, that joke did like a huge disservice to the band. Um, not that they've helped themselves over the years, but these these first they show, were these first- they were
2: just just here in my in Houston. They hmm. damn near, I think, sold out the Energy uh, Stadium, which is where the Texans play. So. I don't wow. Know. Somebody's uh, listening to them.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they're still huge. I just like, uh, you know, they haven't been good in probably fifteen years. Um, I hope that uh, if you ever meet John Apatow one day, that you
3: air this grievance
0: it, first thing. Well, the you know what the grievance isn't so much <laughs> that uh, they he make fun of Coldplay. It's that whole line of dial, like the whole like yeah, you're yeah. gay because. I mean that's obviously not aged well. Uh but even at the time it was like, but also not like good. It's that like was, lazy. Oh it's that was still
2: nineties, early two thousands. Yes. That yes.
0: Was... But you know, this is I I don't think people were wrong for thinking it was funny at the time, but I think like you gotta be able to look back and be like, that's that sucks. Like <laughs>
3: also I don't know if if uh Col- the dislike for Coldplay comes
0: strictly from that. Mm. I think it. I think. I think it may have had a larger <laughs> cultural mark. Uh,
2: I mean, you're giving fair. him. You're giving Judd Apatow a lot of credit for for his. I mean, all right. I think it was. I think you guys. I mean, Coldplay is out. what they play at Guantanamo Bay. You know, is that's <laughs> how bad it is.
0: Um. There is a band on here. I do think they play uh, that came out with a song this year. Disturbed.
1: Um, mm.
3: Okay.
0: Uh, yeah. So don't panic is my uh, my pick.
3: Interesting. Yeah. I might even have to write it down and pull it up because I have no
0: idea what it is. Yeah, I don't think you would have heard it before. It wasn't like a single. Um, okay. It's the first song on the album. Yeah. Uh, Close call.
3: Uh, yeah, my close call is Dynamite Hack, Dear Kate.
0: Oh. Uh.
2: Dear Kate, even though we've never met, I could tell from the outset that you were not like all the other ones. They know it, and I know it, they know it, and I know it too. I've known it ever
0: since you first looked out at it, me from the magazine.
4: The more your face we see the thick of the mystery oh girl you said it
1: so
3: probably the best song on the album rocker of a rocker of an album but uh you know rocker of a song yeah just, uh, yeah
0: I don't know just
3: I, very good <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: they, I they were it, but... they were big that year because they did the cover of boys in the hood yeah, yeah. they did like the acoustic version um and yeah that album super fast uh it's good there's a lot of like there's yeah, a good true. rock like boys in the hood is probably you know one of the ones i would listen to the least at this point but um, yeah that was that was that was okay and uh, again i got the, that they were the ones that opened for weezer that year so that was cool. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah uh linden close call
2: my close call i'm gonna have to go with um thong something no (laughs) i'm gonna go with uh oh this is tough i'm gonna go with outcast miss jackson
4: I'm
2: going to go with that one. This was tough for me, and I have a few other close calls. This was tough because I'm a huge hip-hop head. and 2000s, I really wanted to bring the hip-hop to the year review. I was like, finally, finally get to be on here. <laughs> talking about hip-hop stuff that i like and then when i looked at 2000 song i was like are you <laughs> are you this is the year hip-hop had i mean it was, it was eminem let me like so, some of the songs that reach top three on the billboards in hip-hop it was like i'm looking at them it was little zane it was bow wow you know it was just like i mean nelly did have country grammar but it was like some of the songs that reach the top for hip-hop that year we not a not a good one it just was Sh- not a good one. shaggy okay here we go <laughs> <laughs> so my other close calls uh aaliyah try again yeah. love that song <laughs> nelly i just said it nelly country grammar it's a hit um um kryptonite by three doors down um and actually, I do like Thong Song Six. Oh, I'm sorry, that is that is a great song. Um, Ludicrous, Southern Hospitality, uh, Eminem, of course, The Way I Am, and uh, Third Eye Blind, Never Let You Go. Mm. Yeah. Interesting
0: picks. Yeah. yeah. Good variety. That that uh that Outcast album is. Stankonia. Stankonia, it's crazy good. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Uh yeah, Slimy's dream and Sam also picked Miss Jackson. <coughs> um, in honor of Chris, my close calls will be a list. Uh, mm. <laughs> are you ready for the countdown? Yep. All right, here we go. go. Here Number we go. eleven, Andrew. Our band covered our covered this song. Uh, uh-uh. uh, it is some forty-one. Makes no difference. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. and that was a I mean that was really one of the first songs I remember us trying to cover and I was so bad at guitar at the time and uh, it was really hard to play I was listening to it it's a fast song were you able to keep yeah. up with that one? Uh, no I feel like I finally just like did whatever I wanted was <laughs> uh, like, just like screw it <laughs> yeah uh, number 10 at the drive-in one arm scissor mm-hmm. uh, it's a real good rocker at the drive in, a short-lived band, but uh, very cool. Uh, number nine, Dynamite Hack. Andrew mentioned Dear Kate. Uh, they had the single Boys in the Hood, but my pick is the uh, first song on the album. It's called Switcheroo. Mm. I didn't like that song. Number eight, off a underrated album um, by the Hives. It was their uh, first album, but the song was called Main Offender. It wasn't their big hit, but it was a. It's a really catchy song love main offender Mm -hmm. number seven i went with the other outcast song uh as did Amar and shay i went uh b.o.b bombs over Baghdad.
4: oh yeah and uh
0: yeah the song is i mean miss jackson's you know on any given day i could go with either but
2: um, and that video for both uh songs the video for b.o.b and the video for miss jackson's is Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, Yeah, they they had, like, a six-year stretch where they were just making some of the best stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number six, and listen, I don't like this band. I've been on record as hating this band, Uh, but I like this album for some reason. It's called Binaural Pearl Jam. Um, I don't like Pearl Jam, but I really like this album. And, uh, the song is called soon forget. It's like a minute and a half ukulele song, but it's a uh, really haunting and kind of pretty. Um, so soon forget by Pearl Jam. Number five, a song I covered with another band. I was in with Chris is green day waiting. Um, hmm. it was not, it was a single, but it wasn't the big single. I think minority was the big single from that album. Um, but it is a, I think, the catchiest song in the uh warning album. Uh, number four, Super Drag. Uh, the song is called Ambulance Driver. Um, really cool song. Uh, yeah. Uh, number three, Elliot Smith. Uh, the song is called Happiness from his album Figure Eight. Uh, Elliot Smith, I think, the greatest songwriter of the last like 40 years. Um, but uh, that's anyone's opinion. Number two, Uh, to be young by ryan adams uh you know i think ryan adams is uh as the people say canceled Uh, although i don't know what the verdict was on whatever he did Uh, i really like ryan adams to be young is a really fun romping song um so yeah and my definitive close call is by a band i know andrew both you and i love uh it is from an album called king james version it is harvey danger and the song is Meetings with Remarkable Men
1: I had a lovely brunch with Jesus Christ
0: It is the opening song on the album it, uh, the opening verse on the album is I had a lovely brunch with Jesus Christ he said two words about inanity fundamental Christianity the food was very nice but then he had to go and die for my sins and stick my ass with the check uh, just what a way to what a way to start an album <laughs> um, you know he's he's such a he's such a witty lyricist Uh, You know, the the last line of that song, don't despair, your mother loves you. Don't be proud, she has to. Um, You know, just, it's so good. Harvey Danger, I think people only know Flagpole Sitta. But uh, that second album, I would argue is better, uh, actually. And um, yeah, so, Meetings with Remarkable Men. Uh, Like last time, I made a little playlist here so people could hear some of the hits. Do you guys want to hear some of the hits? Like a couple seconds of the hits from 2000? Mm, sure all right of course i don't have my nice speaker this time so you know here's my phone sorry some yellow cold play oh we got we got uh, (laughs) a hanging by a moment (laughs) this is this is what (laughs) 2000 sounds like yeah oh yeah
2: Oh, yeah. A little Finally. sis A little
0: Cisco. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Yes.
2: <laughs> she banged. I forgot about, this I forgot about that one. Ricky Ricky Martin
0: singing about what women want. Yeah. <laughs> Little hives. Mm. Green Day. Yeah. This is the story of a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! My <laughs> adrenaline
2: is boiling. Somebody passed me a surge.
0: A Cleveland Browns classic.
4: That's Britney. This is last resort.
0: Little Bono and the boys. Blink. Ooh, Enrique. Just want to be with you. It's going to be May. (laughs) Oh, I got to fast forward this thing. This goes on forever, this drum beat.
1: (laughs) The
2: start. Oh, Here we go.
4: Oh, there we go.
0: <laughs> we had a. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so?
2: That video is classic. Oh yeah, I was just talking about that. A little vertical horizon.
0: I can't. <laughs> um. Oh. <laughs> anyway, a little a little hit makes. Just playing that one didn't quite feel as good as nineteen ninety nine. You know, like music. <laughs> yeah. Music is on the downturn.
2: <laughs> yeah. A so. lot of stuff were.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Ferguson's.
3: Uh we just heard it lighthouse hanging by a moment. Mine
2: too. <laughs>
3: <Nice>. So bad. <laughs> really, really. Just hard to even
0: describe what the problem with it is. Uh, just... That it was on oh. every 5 minutes on the radio <laughs> and it was not good. It it's like Lighthouse In it seemed like mom. they like knew someone's uncle or something. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean it seemed like BB <laughs> Bluff maybe knew a guy. Yes <laughs> and like they owed them a favor. And it's like, all right, I'll yeah. tell you what. We'll play your song nonstop on the radio for a year, and then nobody will ever hear of you again. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Lifehouse, so bad. Uh, Lyndon, did you have a Ferguson?
2: Yeah, um, I'm going to have to go with "With Arms Wide Open, mm-hmm. uh, Creed. Sure. Yeah.
1: sure. It
2: just annoys me, the voice. I mean, just <laughs> everything um other close calls uh of course who let the dogs out i mean i'm pretty sure 100 Mm. people probably picked that um and smash mouth then the morning comes that song is just everywhere and is this another annoying song Mm.
0: Mm. okay okay
2: i think smash mouth just annoys me period don't think about it (laughs) sure hey did you did you
0: know that um with arms wide open was written about um scott Stapp's son being born no. Does that change your mind?
2: Uh, absolutely not. Perfect. <laughs> song song still sucks. Not even no, I'm, close. I'm, I'm, I'm,
0: just I'm just playing.
3: Um, um do, you, do you guys know the Billboard top song this year? Probably not. I mean, was uh, it we Faith? A, we yeah, did we hear yeah. it?
2: Uh, no, no. <clears throat> I think it was Faith Hill or something like that, yeah. right? Oh, Vamp. Faith
0: Hill. Breathe. Wow. Yeah uh people's favorite songs marsh Marshy mellow picked do haas by rammstein <laughs> okay yes chris picked bohemian like you by the dandy warhols mm. Mm. Uh, brett wilson picked one more time by daft punk mm. logan picked change by deftones really like that song uh, nico picked fat boy slim weapon of choice Adventure USA picked "You 2 beautiful day, a song that also seemed like if it wasn't Lifehouse, that was <laughs> the other song. Um, Tim picked Three Libras" by Perfect Circle. Uh, Kay Flynn picked "I Promise You" by In Sync. Uh, Elise and Mandy both picked "Bye Bye Bye" by In Sync. Um, we haven't mentioned them, but Radio had released Kid A that year. Uh, and Max picked the song Kid A and Clayton picked the song How to Disappear Completely by uh, Radiohead off Kid A uh, Ben picked Who Let the Dogs Out finally someone speaking for the people <laughs> We, you know we're over here talking about stuff nobody cares about but Ben's picking <laughs> what the people want uh,
2: we will not be silenced. <laughs> uh
0: Addie picked uh, Newfound Glory, Hit or Miss. Mm. Ethan, Andy picked Newfound Glory, Better Off Dead. Heath picked The Hives, I hate, t- hate to Say I Told You So. Richie picked uh, Goo Goo Dolls, Broadway. Uh, Get These Hands picked Party Up by DMX. Um, Kev and Manny picked Minority by Green Day. Zach picked Misery by Green Day. Justin picked uh, Sacrifice Theory by AFI Miguel picked The Day of the Phoenix by AFI Jesse picked The Real Slim Shady Sid picked Drug Ballad by Eminem Josh picked uh, Jill Scott who is Jill Scott Um, Ali picked It's Bigger Than Hip Hop by The Dead Presidents Lyndon you mentioned this one Yurt and Vince picked Try Again by Aaliyah I'm so good uh, Vaughn picked you're, pre- you're Pretty Good Looking for a Girl by the White Stripes um, Jordan picked Elliot Smith, Everything Means Nothing to Me uh, Nick picked Oops, I Did It Again Lemonade mm-hmm. Stand picked Aaron's Party and Lauren picked MXPX My Life Story Ooh. Nice That was a good yeah. album that year, MXPX
1: yep. yep Yeah.
0: Any Anything on there that stood out to you?
3: Oh, well, MXPX is the biggest one that I'm surprised to hear anybody
0: yeah. mention. And Lauren likes it. Well, should we just move on to album?
2: Sure. Let's go, Let's go ahead. Might as well. Yeah.
3: Um, uh, my top album is MXPX, The Ever Passing wow. One. Wow. do me because I don't agree What a a segue. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That was like my peak MXPX. This was the album. Listen to it like the hell out of it. Uh, So good. Um, I haven't listened to it in a while, but it was one of my favorites at the time. Um, uh, Yeah. I
2: love how how Andrew, you just said it. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. That album just remembered about it. He, he said it like he forgot all about it. Unbelievable. <laughs> Classic.
0: Um yeah, that was an album that was in 2000 very important. Um I like I played it a lot. And I it's weird because you like a lot of MXPX albums and for me that is the only one I've ever been able to mm. get into. Um, I think that I mean that's the top one for me. Yeah.
2: Do I you know, have a favorite like...
0: do you have a favorite song off that one?
2: For the record, I have no idea who the hell you're talking about. <laughs> and just because I know there's some people thinking right now, I wonder if Linda's gonna weigh in on his favorite MXPX album. I'm not. I have no idea who this is. I don't think I don't it. It's almost feels like this is like a like a, a prank or something. Like, hey, let's just name some band and just name some songs and just I was like yeah. I, there, I have no idea who this is.
0: There is never an expectation that anybody ever chime in on anything like yeah, it <laughs> um i mean this was probably i think this was the single but uh responsibility was kind of like the big song okay i guess okay cool. um Lyndon, favorite song or i'm, sorry, song. I'm, I'm, sorry, uh, I'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry linden favorite album
2: my favorite album and i wanted to do hip-hop so bad um uh, but i couldn't <laughs> not with this not with this album my favorite album of the year, and I still listen to it to this day, is mm. Lincoln Park Hybrid Theory. Mm. Okay.
0: So the right like broke
2: I, um, is your favorite, I love that album. Is your favorite part when
0: they say shut up when I'm talking to you? <laughs> <laughs> One of them. Okay,
2: okay. <laughs> um, great album. I could listen to it from start to finish. Um, it's just crazy listening to it now and knowing everything, what happened with the band and Chester and everything. It's like, oh, wow, he was crying for help in most of these songs, you know, but we're just jamming it like it's nothing, you know, but. He had real issues, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, little did we know, but but yeah, uh, Lincoln Park, Harvard Theory—that's one of my favorite albums. Love that album.
0: You have a favorite song off that one?
2: Uh, Paper Cut's pretty up there. Okay. Um, um. Does that one have "In the End"? Yeah. Okay. Great song too. Um, "Pushing Me Away" is good, and "With You" is also really good.
0: Okay. So yeah. All right, some Lincoln Park love.
2: Oh yeah, cool.
0: Uh, well, are you ready to hear me talk about an album that you have mm. probably not heard of?
2: Come sure. on, test. test me. Oh no,
0: Andrew, I think I think you'll I think oh, you'll know oh. it. Um, so this album is by Superdrag, and it is called mm. "In the Valley of Dying Stars." this opening track what I I was just playing there it still kind of blows my mind the album starts with a song that's just really distorted guitar and singing and like no band for well over a minute Um, and it's just and when they kick in it just like knocks you on your butt Um, but Superdrag are you know they're they are very much a 90s alternative band but I think like a lot unlike a lot of 90s alternative bands they've like grown the album shows them, like, maturing and growing. Mm-hmm. The songwriting on it's really, really good. Um, and I also mentioned Ambulance Driver. But, yeah, start to finish. I think this is, if you like a rock album, and you're looking for rock albums that you maybe missed, I think In the Valley of Dying Stars is a really, really underrated album. A super drink.
3: Yeah, it's very good. Very good pick.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That first song, Keep It Close to Me? Oh, yeah. God when when that That's one when of, that drum kicks in yeah it's just like yeah it's a great yeah. it's a great track yeah all right
3: okay.
0: all right uh close calls
3: um yeah I got some, my official close call is less than Jake borders and boundaries mm, never heard that one uh a great album especially this year was just huge one of those albums that I just like listen to over and over again mm-hmm. um but uh love that one uh, a lot of good tracks on it um also, uh, mentioned Dynamite Hack, Super fast. uh, Weaker Than's Left and Leaving was the album that came out this year. Um, Air, the Virgin Suicide soundtrack. Uh, really good. Um, somebody that I, or my, like, old boss at the record store I used to work with, uh, turned me on to that, and, uh, it's just, it's great. Like, just, a uh, mostly instrumental, but just great to, like, have this ambient uh, sound hmm. um, and uh, White Stripes uh, I don't even know how you say the album name Distill yeah um, yeah very good
2: cool good picks Lyndon I'm gonna go rock again wow surprisingly I know so my close call is another album that I still listen to a lot it is Disturbed the Sickness. Mm. That was a great album for me. I listen to it all the time. One of my favorite rock. I don't listen to a lot, a lot of rock. I do, I do listen to a lot of rock, but not anymore as much. So it's a lot of old 2000 stuff for me. And The Sickness is one of my favorite albums. And that that came out that year. Mm. Um, other Close Calls. Um, Album wise, Eminem, Marshall Madgers LP, Outcast, Danconia, Lil Wayne, Lights Out, 3 Six Mafia, When the Smoke Clears, Ludacris, Back for the First Time, Big Timers, I Got That Work, and an album I know I'm going to get slacked for, so just DM me. I already know. Oh, here we go. Uh, Lent Biscuit. Yes! Mm. <laughs> Chocolate <laughs> Starfish and the dog flavored water the hot hot dog the hot dog flavored water (laughs) that album is so good i don't care what nobody says of course looking (laughs) back you're like it was cool at the moment of course now you know with Limbisk and everything i i can't predict how good they were going to be after that but i mean that album in particular i mean just had hit after hit i'm sorry Mm. you know say you know say what you want to say so yeah, Andrew,
0: I know you remember the Dairy Queen incident. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were you want, Andrew, what? Andrew and I, Andrew and I were, and maybe other uh, others, uh, were at Dairy Queen in our town, and we're sitting outside eating ice cream, and it's at like a somewhat busy intersection, and uh, and this is like two
3: thousand, you know, five or something. Oh, was
0: it that much later?
3: Yeah. Okay, yeah, definitely later. Okay.
0: Yeah, we're sitting outside eating ice cream, and someone pulls up to the to the stoplight, and they got their windows down. It's summertime, and they are blasting—I mean, blasting—their music, and and all you hear as they're sitting at the stoplight <laughs> is that opening line to the album where he says, "Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, introducing the chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water." It was just like, it was the perfect moment. Summertime, eating ice cream, and the dude's just blasting Limp Biscuit. Uh, oh, apparently, man. five years after the fact. Um,
2: That's a long time after the fact. <laughs> Limp Biscuit has a lifespan. Okay, now you, you got like a good year or so. Other than that, yeah. you can be.
0: Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Uh, well I've talked about this guy so much on this podcast so I'll be really fast my, my close call album is Elliot Smith the album is called Figure 8 um, you know Elliot is much in the vein of the Beatles he's a songwriter really poppy rock songwriter and um, can be melancholy can be upbeat can be rocking can be sad uh, yeah Figure 8 I don't think it's his best album it's not my favorite Elliot album but um, it's a good one and it was also picked by two Kevins the Kevin we know, mm. our friend, uh, Kev, Kev, our listener, and uh, Sam also picked Figure 8. Cool. Which I believe he recorded at Abbey Road, or at least a big part of it mm. um, he recorded uh, Other albums I noted, um, I, I really like Coldplay Parachutes. Again, I know, it's probably not a popular pick, but. Uh, Brett and Melissa also picked Parachutes by Coldplay. Um, you know what album came out that was huge that year? Uh, the Beatles' one record, mm-hmm. where it was all yeah, the yeah. number one hits. Oh, yeah. I played the heck out of that thing.
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well. I typically am not counting greatest hits <laughs> unless they're, like, some special. It was special. Circumstances. <laughs> sort of. I mean, not really. I... All
0: right. Uh, Ferguson's.
3: Uh, yeah, I hate to do this, uh, both to Lyndon and the other people out there that I'm positive love this, but, uh, I gotta say, Linkin Park, hybrid period.
2: I knew it. Uh, <laughs> I, As soon as I said it, I heard, I heard it under his tone, as soon as I said all that I heard from Andrew, all I heard was, hmm... okay can't wait to rip that apart when i get a chance
3: i mean i i appreciate people really like it and um it was just not my thing and it just seemed so ubiquitous that year like i couldn't escape it um (laughs) maybe you know maybe i have some like negative connotations just like around whatever was happening in my life or something at the time but i just feel like I was just bombarded with songs from that album for like multiple years and <laughs> on the radio they played it non-stop it was just too much um, so it became it like became an album that I disliked heavily
4: okay
0: Lyndon uh tell us why MXPX album song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: sounds like something you need to fix your computer with I have no idea what that is <laughs>
0: Uh, what's your? I mean, first... I, mean yeah, what's... I
2: know a lot of people don't like it, so I'm not worried. I know, I know. It's that knew. I knew it was gonna. I knew it was even gonna be Limp Biscuit or Lincoln Park when the pregnancies <laughs> came. I was like, I know either one of them. I know it's coming. What's yours? I have a few, but my main one is probably a little bow wow. Beware of mm. dog. <laughs> I mean, granted, it probably wasn't for me at the time, kinda. I mean, we're kind of the same age, me and him, but it was just not good. It was just <laughs> it was just bad. Um honorable mentions, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Bone Resurrection. I love Bone. All their albums before that was so good. I don't know what the hell they were thinking with this. Um Jay Z had a called the Dynasty. It was like a compilation album of everybody from Rockefeller um, Bad uh, only song that's good on there is the Dynasty song that's about it and last but not least Aaron Carter hmm. Aaron's party Oh no didn't need it horrible we needed didn't need it we needed that I think party. what what song did you have um Shaq's house or I'm so I'm playing basketball <laughs> with Shaq I don't remember I know what you're
3: talking about yeah You know what I'm
2: talking about right yeah. Just horrible. <laughs> I mean, what is this? Oh,
0: man. He's so cool. Yeah. We needed that yeah. party. <laughs> yeah.
2: But, yeah, those are my Ferguson albums. Nice.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, my Ferguson album is uh, an album of a band that I really liked at the time that I just didn't like the album. Um, and it, unfortunately, it was Brody's favorite of the year, but I, I did not like it. Uh, that was ever clear songs from an american movie volume one learning how Mm -hmm. to smile and i feel like the title alone just tells you like we tried too hard on this (laughs) um it's yeah i don't know uh spark sparkle and fade and so much for the so much for the afterglow are just like such cool rocking albums and this thing was just really all over the place and I didn't like it, so it's Ultimate Mm -hmm. Ferguson because I was looking forward to it, but didn't like it. Um, Other albums people did like, Zach liked Green Day, Warning. Uh, I also liked that album, Zach. Um, The most common picked uh, album amongst listeners was No Strings Attached by NSYNC. That mm, was picked. Uh, God That's also the uh, best performing album. Sure. That. If it sold 2.4 million in a week, it... <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I guess it that was obvious. Yeah. It better be. <laughs> uh, that was picked by uh, Lacey, Ben, Mandy, Kay Flynn, Elise, and Brooks. Uh, our friend Max picked Fold Your Hands, Child by Bell and Sebastian. 80 mm. uh, picked This Movie Life um, this time next year miguel picked midtown save the world lose the girl i don't know that album but that might be one of the worst Ron. album names i've ever heard <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it though so it could be an amazing album um, ryan picked the mark tom and travis show the live blink 182 hmm. album uh really really like the song from that album man overboard it's a fun song yeah um justin put a uh, picked boy sets fire after the eulogy um here you go linden jesse picked chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored mm. water
2: all right double
0: j picked disturb the sickness all right wow. uh richie picked the abba generation so i'm assuming mm. that's abba um tim picked no effects pump up the volume Or Valium, excuse me. Pump up the Valium. As as in the uh, medication. Uh, The Lemonade Stand picked the Rugrats in Paris soundtrack. They are riding and dying with Rugrats in Paris.
2: Well, let me tell you. um, I think Maya has that Take Me There song on there, right?
0: Uh, Ah, yeah. I
2: seen her at the festival this weekend, too. And I I seen her perform it. (laughs)
0: Whoa! Awesome. Were you screaming your butt off? Like... (laughs)
2: I was actually walking by when she was doing it and you know, going to another stage oh. I, was not, I was not sitting there and watching Maya's performance
0: she's watching you just walk by she's performing this iconic song and being like what a piece of work
2: <laughs>
0: I'll take that <laughs> um, uh, Marshmallow picked Matchbox 20 Mad Season Nick and Vince picked Britney. oops I did it again uh, Clayton picked The Avalanches since I left you. Slimy's Dream and Evelyn picked uh, Hybrid Theory, Linkin Park. Uh, Yurt picked Idlewild, Wild, 100 Broken Windows. Jordan picked Eels, Daisies of the Galaxy. You like them, don't you? Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Uh, Brad, Shay, and Tim picked Deftones, White Pony. Allie picked Jurassic 5, Quality Control. Sid Amar Sid Amar and Miko picked Radiohead Kid A. Cassandra picked Modest Mouse, The Moon in Antarctica. Uh, Manny picked the Marshall Mathers. LP. Lauren, Andy, and Ethan picked self-titled Newfound Glory. Heath and Logan picked At the Driven Relationship of Command. Uh, Get These Hands picked Stankonia, Outcast, and our friend Chris picked Bright Eyes. Beavers and Mirrors.
2: Geez, um, so, yeah. I forgot all about Newfound Glory. Man. Yeah, I mean they were huge for. I haven't for I haven't 100. heard I haven't heard that name in a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it was the next album that really put them over the top, right, Andrew? Yeah, that was yeah. huge. A couple years yeah. later. Cool. Well, I think we just have video games. You guys want to talk video games? Yeah. Sure.
2: Yeah, Let's do it.
3: Um, man, video games like there was not much coming out. Not really. Here. I don't not know what really the hell is going on, but uh, I, I guess the best I decided had to be uh, Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask. Um, this one I didn't even play as much as uh, uh, the last one that it's, I'm blanking on right now. Um, but I watched my brother play it a lot and uh, loved how it looked for one thing um and also like the game mechanics were a little different so it was a little more bizarre i think like these days some people may even like it better than uh ocarina of time is what i was thinking Mm. uh some people even claim that it's better than that i don't know if i'd go that far but um pretty cool game pretty interesting looking and uh, i'll never forget that like moon there's this moon in the sky that just has this like bizarre face with teeth and stuff uh and it's like falling toward you throughout the game. Um,
0: anyway, cool game, good one. That was Evelyn's pick too. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite, Lennon?
2: My favorite was a no-brainer, no contest. It was so easy. Mm. Uh, game I played so much. It is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Uh, sure. Yeah.
0: Are you just trying to get I on? Played. Are you just trying to get on Justin's good side? <laughs>
2: no. I'm, oh, well, I'm changing it completely now. <laughs> I, was, I played that game so much. I mean, it was ridiculous. Also, did you, have y'all watched the Tony Hawk documentary on HBO?
0: I did. No. Yeah. Um,
3: it's really good.
2: Until, I until the it. Wheels Fall Off? Yeah, if, if nobody hasn't watched Tony Hawk uh, documentary on HBO, it's called Until the Wheels Fall Off. It is really good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed agreed, it. Agreed, yeah. But yeah, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two is definitely my favorite game of that year.
3: Yeah, yeah classic. Yeah, um, all the the first three for sure. I played just like nonstop.
2: Yeah, it got weird after the third one. They just start they start putting <laughs> they start putting in they start trying to do way too much, and yeah. they just didn't keep it you know simple of how yeah. you know how they made it.
0: Yeah. That was easily uh, the most commonly picked one. Amar picked it. Mm-hmm. Yurt picked it. Andy picked it. Adventure USA, Zach, Justin, and Cam all picked Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my pick was the only game I really. I'm. Mean, I, there's a couple of these I remember playing, but not a ton. I went with Mario Tennis. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so did oh, yeah. so did Chris. Uh, not a game I okay. love. Not a game I'd go out of my <laughs> way to play, but I do remember playing it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what an endorsement! Yeah. yeah. Uh, close calls. Um, my official close call
3: is Mario hey. Tennis. Hey. Um, yeah. Fun, fun. All the Mario sports sure. games are pretty. Okay. You know? uh, also, first appearance of Luigi. Kind of bizarre. Mm. Um, also, I just wanted to mention a PC game called American McGee's Alice. And it was, uh, like, Alice in Wonderland, you're Alice, but, like, it was, like, a first-person, like, magical shooter-type thing. Like, um, you went around with, like, weird weapons killing, like, bizarre Wonderland creatures. Um, And just a really cool design. And uh, I was waiting for, like, after this, I was like, oh, man, games are really going to start looking crazy and cool now. And this was, like, it. Yeah, I mean, that was the end of that, pretty much.
0: Uh, but cool game for sure uh landon close call
2: my official close call i would have to say wwf raw rumble for the dreamcast
0: mm. oh dreamcast yes
2: i had a, and let me tell you this side note i had a dreamcast and i loved it
0: man way underrated what? I agree with you. It
2: was so good. Great games. Uh, I loved that the controller. Controller was a little big. I do give it the controller, you know, <laughs> it was it was huge. It looked like it was like you're playing with a dinner plate. But <laughs> but the fact that you had the little, little thing, like a little Game Boy inside the controller, you could take yeah. with you and all that. Um, yeah. I remember one time I was playing Sonic on it. And I didn't have a memory card. I left the game on for like three hours. <laughs> and I went to GameStop and bought a memory card and came back home and didn't put it in. Because I didn't. I was not losing my spot in the game. Uh-huh. I, left, I just left the TV on, the game on, everything. Because I wasn't losing it. So three hours. But my other honorable mentions, uh, The Sims, mm. uh, Metal Slug 3, Marvel vs. Capcom uh-huh. 2, uh, WWF No Mercy, Midnight Club, and Dead or Alive 2, mm. which is a fighting yeah. game. Yeah,
0: yeah. Ooh. Good picks. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned mine there. Uh, also, uh, Slimy's Dream, Richie, Vince, Sam. Uh, I just went with The Sims. It's mm. actually not a game I ever owned. Um, the only time I played it was at my uh, high school girlfriend's house. They were obsessed with it over there, and uh, they, it was like pretty much always up on their computer, so I would sit down and like start playing around with it, and I found it very fascinating and addicting. I could only imagine if I had it at my house, I would have not had a girlfriend. I would have just been inside yeah, playing. Yeah, I was going to say, you probably would have left it. <laughs> I would have just been playing The Sims. Um, you probably would
2: have just made one on The Sims. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have my own family,
0: see? I mean the thing is that's where this millennium is headed is like people on the <laughs> yeah. Sims making. The Sims simple.
2: is the mo- The Sims is the uh what is, what is that new verse they call on Facebook now? What is it called?
3: Oh,
0: uh, metaverse.
2: The, the Sims is the metaverse.
3: Yeah is it yeah. is. That's like what yeah. metaverse I mean, is? It's like people walking version. around.
2: It's kinda like kinda it's like, like, like
3: the, that. Yeah, it's like you walking around
0: and like other real people. And you can talk
3: people to them are
2: yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, you could talk to them.
0: So it's the so, so Mark Zuckerberg just made Sims on Facebook.
2: <laughs> I mean, so pretty much. And the metaverse is crazy because people are making their own stores now, and you could buy real estate on there. Apparently,
0: <laughs> yeah. Mark, people
2: are paying there. real money for this too.
0: Mark Zuckerberg sucks.
2: Um, <laughs> is the name of our new podcast, folks? Check it
0: out. No, 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 no! Don't you ditch me, bedazzled, bedazzled, uh, yeah, bedazzled, <laughs> the bedaz- yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Ferguson's.
3: Uh yeah, my this is another one that like I don't hate, but it was the Ferguson for this year. Mario Party Two. Mm. Um, loved the first game, and I felt like I-, I remember getting the second one and immediately being like, "How did they?" mess this up <laughs> like the first the first game you could get through a mat uh, or like a whole board in like 30 minutes if you were once you got the hang of it um and then this one it was just like there was so much crazy stuff going on that it added so much time to a game it was like three times as long um so it's just kind of disappointing uh, after such a great one
2: okay I think that's... that's how Mario Party is now. It's that mm. long. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's even more games and more craziness now.
3: Yeah, there's so much going on on the boards. It's like
0: you could barely keep track. It seems like yeah. that's a good one. Um, when, Ferguson.
2: Uh, official Ferguson Resident Evil Code Veronica. Mm-hmm. Um, good. big Resident Evil fan. You know, this came out, believe for the Dreamcast too. So it was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, end up renting it, and it was just horrible. I mean, the controls were bad. It was one of those controls where they're so stiff they look like robots trying to get somewhere. <laughs> I mean, everything was just bad. Um, honorable mentions. Uh, Perfect Dark was also bad, yeah. Yeah. and I and I hate to do this because I've never even played the game, but I just seen it. Uh, apparently, Little Nikki. Had a vi- a video game that came out that year. Not gonna lie to you, haven't played it. It just looks horrible. I just, I, it just doesn't seem like it would be a very good game. Please comment, right if you played it before. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but you know, it just, it, I can't imagine it being a good game. I just can't. Yeah, I'd like right. to
0: change my favorite game of the year to Little Nicky. <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe that's a game whoa
2: that's crazy yeah i could not either. wow okay um
0: well i don't have a ferguson i just didn't play enough mm. games from this year um okay. andrew do you have the best-selling game
3: yep uh it is pokemon gold and silver oh my god wow. come on people that generation that's like, that, that's game like two worth, years straight. that game
2: is worth a lot of money too
3: <laughs> really I
2: remember
3: remember getting Pokemon Gold when it came out, and uh, I played it just like a couple times, and then never picked it up again. I just maybe I was past Pokemon. Mm. I don't know.
0: Well, uh, people's picks: Ethan picked Rayman 2, Josh Mm. picked NBA 2K1, which is that's Mm. a pretty big deal. The first 2K, Uh, Marshmallow Rogue Trip. Um, Clayton and Kevin picked Final Fantasy Nine. How is it the ninth one by two thousand? <laughs> yeah. Were they turning them out like every year? Uh, pretty frequently. I mean, yeah, they had to. Crazy. Uh, lemonade stand picked Nicktoons Racing. Never played that original one. Mm, no, neither of Uh, Sid picked Hitman. Kev picked Star Wars Episode One. Uh, Brody picked Perfect Dark, Manny, get these hands, pick Paper Mario, Brett and Fry's Jacket picked Hmm. Uh, Banjo-Tooie, Keith picked Wario Land 3, (laughs) Jesse picked Siphon Filter 2, Ryan picked Resident Evil Code Veronica. And Heath and Tim, I think, have the same pick, but they phrased it differently. One wrote "Jet Grind Radio," and the other wrote "Jet Set Radio." I think there's two. I could swear there's
3: two different. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know if they came out the same year or what. Okay.
0: Uh, well, that wraps up categories, but that means uh, we're at our sports recap. Uh, they had the 2000 Olympics that year, of course, in Sydney, Australia. Um, the World Series that year is won by the Yankees over the Mets, four games to one. The NBA Finals is won by the Los Angeles Lakers over the Indiana Pacers, four to two. The Super Bowl is won by the St. Louis Rams over the Tennessee Titans, 23 to 16. And the Stanley Cup Cup is won by the New Jersey Devils over the Dallas Stars, four games to two.
2: That was Kobe that was Kobe's first championship. Well, my year in review chart
0: is blank except for four words, which says post deviant art poll. Oh my
1: god. Very good. <laughs>
0: that means we've reached the end of looking at two thousand. I think it's I think all three of us would say it's not the best year we've looked at.
2: It's no. an interesting
0: year. And I, again, as we started at, as we said at the top of the podcast, I think it's a indicator of where these years could be headed.
2: I just, yeah. I, I just love how you guys want to keep going and it's like, all right, 2000, here we come. And I can just see you researching like, are we doing the right thing? <laughs> it's like,
0: oh, the, 90, the 90s were so much fun. This will be great. And then it's like, oh, all right, well, we're locked all right. in for 16 more here. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> i uh, know uh, this this was fun no i highly appreciate you guys bringing me off here this is something oh uh, year in review i always wanted to do so i appreciate it of
0: course and we're gonna we're gonna oh, do yeah. more uh 2001 we have our friend bob uh booked to talk 2001 with us obviously a pretty important year in american history but um that we'll get to that sooner or later uh andrew what are we doing next uh next time we're gonna leave it up to the
3: listeners right. see what you guys uh, want to hear from the options that we
0: come up with correct that should be fun yeah if you don't follow us on instagram do it uh we're gonna post a poll there andrew's gonna have two picks i'm gonna have two picks of stuff we're want to talk about you guys pick it and we'll in two weeks we'll be talking about it um so yeah we'll let you guys pick it in the meantime if you want to get a hold of us we are on uh twitter at boc podcast instagram at orange couch podcast you can email us at orange couch podcast at gmail.com and you can hear us on spotify podbean apple podcasts leave us a review that always helps uh and Lyndon, thanks um, Lyndon. you've you've been you've been our most frequent guest I mean, this year you're like a regular
2: i know <laughs> i mean i'm the third person on this uh yeah um podcast here. but i enjoy coming over here i mean i'm not a guest anymore i don't think but no yeah yeah
0: yeah. I, listen <laughs> listen i mean we're about to drop that bedazzled podcast it's <laughs> we're, we're, we're co-creators
2: what is Andrew gonna do? I mean, I don't, I don't want to leave. I, don't I, I would kind, I, I
0: would kind of love if you and I like, you know, we are covering whatever. Maybe we do five minutes at a time because one minute seems like torture. But um, maybe five minutes <laughs> of bedazzled, true. and then a Andrew at the end, Andrew could tell us why we're wrong.
2: <laughs> oh okay that's actually yeah. you're 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 laughing but somebody's gonna write you and ask for me <laughs>
0: if people listen if, the, if yeah get, they're if, gonna they're gonna get it if enough people say they don't need a bedazzled podcast they, that they agree with me that brendan Fraser should have gotten the, the academy award and not freaking russell crowe then
2: if um, if we I, get over a certain amount of likes on this Instagram post, no, no. We'll, we'll do this one episode.
3: Um, I just want to note, this is a rare instance where the critical score on Rotten Tomatoes is actually higher than the audience score.
2: (laughs) You know, some might say, not high enough.
0: So what are you saying, Andrew? There might not be an audience for this podcast? Are you saying Rotten
2: Tomatoes is not credible?
0: Of the hundreds of classic movies we've talked about on this podcast, we've somehow zeroed in on Bedazzled, my 12th favorite movie of 2000.
2: (laughs) I mean, we're not going to get a multiplicity. We're just going to leave it there.
0: Oh, no. I, I rewatch multiplicity. That's undoable. Um. <laughs> oh. right. well,
1: guys,
2: uh, we're going to end it on bedazzle? Right?
1: Of course. How it
2: would, it just wouldn't an... be no other
0: way.
3: It's been an underwhelming year. I think we can all agree. <laughs> Um I you know, I couldn't I can't think of a bedazzled way to end this episode. Uh so we'll see all you Gilmore girls uh, next time. <laughs>
0: Radio.
1: Wellsville.
2: <laughs> what Kobe Bryant? That was his first uh, ring.
0: Oh, I misheard you. I thought you said that was COVID's first championship. Like, oh, no. Whoa, what is he Kobe. talking about? Oh, yeah, okay. I Kobe's thought was... first. <laughs>